Hey, Marco, remember what we talked about in the show tonight? Yeah, motorcycles. That's a good answer because that's what Tech Talk Taco Tuesday is all about. You can listen to it right here. Welcome to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. That means it's Tuesday. That means it's um, we're going to talk about motorcycles and motorcycle-related products. I'm here tonight with Marco Henriksen and his beautiful wife, Jenny, who had the uh, pleasure of going riding dirt bikes today. A little bit? Yeah. Such a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. it's really nice. Thanks. Uh, the best high-performance vehicles are borrowed one. Uh, Matt, and I'll just let you know that Jenny photo modeled your TTR 230 today. Perfect. Yeah, she was ripping it. I dressed her up in some new moose gear, yeah. and it matched her goggles. Nice gear. Nice gear. And uh, we got a couple little photos and little video clips. Edgy Beats, says Chris Dabney. Edgy Beats, that's, that's the... Uh, is there music that I can't hear? Is that there was like a whole intro? Is this thing it has it has like it's some weird Bob Marley mix with some Jimi Hendrix into it, and then there's there's panic revs and stuff. It was in one of my um, you know when I was playing with the, the controls and stuff. So uh, hot seat hotline link bring bringing you around. This is show 190, Matt. 191. No, 191. Yep. I don't have the questions printed out. Oh, you don't? No. How am I supposed to know this kind of stuff? But oh, the you good had your thing laptop right there. I is thought you were going to open it up. Not, I'm trying to, but it's logging me out constantly. Oh. There's and there goes the computer. Yeah, just blowing up over there. Yep. This is a this is like a podcast, and we're supposed to have high quality sound. And Jenny, you need to that microphone. You need to real get it really close. So the good thing is none of our sponsors have changed. I have no idea why they haven't all canceled on us now with that horrible sound quality and computers uh, piping up. But this show would not be possible without the help of some of our sponsors, which include Yamaha Takamoto, bringing you the Rooster Endo segment. I said that funny. Rooster, like a like a chicken There's a rooster. Roost or Endo. Correct. Yeah. Rooster Endo. And we actually have room for one more submission. Where you, you basically, the way this game works is you send us a picture of your bike. A good picture of your bike really helps. Tell us the year, make, and model so we don't have to guess. And then tell us what you did to it, like the mods you did. And you will be entered in the contest where we talk about your bike. We may say good things. We may say bad things. We just discuss your bike. And the bike, out of all of them, that gives us, and then we'll, we'll say whether it roosts or endo, endos. Yeah. Everybody gets to, everybody gets to, I've got a few of those, uh, for you, but, uh, we'll talk about that in another time. But yeah, I mean, uh, I always say the best high performance vehicle is a borrowed one. And if some of these guys could let us come ride these bikes, that'd be even better. Like then we'd really know if it would roost or endo. Right. If we actually rode them. Yeah. I mean, if they brought the bike here and we actually got to ride it, wouldn't that be great? No, no, no. Some of them. You know how you know how when the you, winner, the winner at least. I mean, I I, fa I fascinate about riding some of these bikes, but usually it's the location they take the picture in. But like when you start customizing your bike, you're taking it, you're making it for you, not for me. And most of the time, it's not. The the good thing about the manufacturers is 
they 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 build a pretty good bike for a lot of people and they're generally really good there and then that's your job at that point to start going and customizing so that's that's why we um we go off on tangents like i like to say when we talk about the rooster endo bike so we say whether it's uh rooster endos and then the one that gives us the most enjoyment in the evening we uh give you a hundred dollar gift gift certificate from taco moto that's tacomoto.co of course we have climb ddc you want to hold that up oh ddc i uh one of the last things i bought for my bike was a ddc sprocket out of uh, carson great guy gardnerville carson area right um answered the phone while i was dry uh, he was driving Gave yeah. me the Jimmy Lewis discount without even asking. Uh, gr- look at this. Well, this, did you, did you, you, you name dropped, didn't no, you? No, I, I swear. I swear I did not. And, uh, <laughs> he couldn't help it, right? No, he gave Jen, it to me without Jen, even uh, did you no, name drop. I honestly wasn't on that. Drive. He probably, he probably didn't. He probably didn't realize he name dropped. He no, it was under, under $250. I got two sprockets and a chain delivered to the house. Uh, best chain wheels out there. Long lasting stainless steel. They, they, I have never worn one out. Let's put it that way. And I ride a lot. So uh, DDC Sprockets, Trail Tech, Fast Company, makers of Flex Handlebars. Are we going to talk about like uh, the Hangtown National, Marco? Oh, well, uh, 50B. Uh, A. Uh, 50A. Yeah. Jimmy one, Lewis, one, third place. 125. Step up claim. Yep. Last lap. Had to do it. See, I don't I, Marco's got my whole schedule. Yeah, I mean, we can, he's good. Got the yeah, I watched it on YouTube, but I never did see you. And, and, and I'll tell you that, like, I did I did more jumps than Jet Lawrence. Like, and, he, and he's really a good jumper. I did. I, well, he didn't even know some of the jumps that I did. Like they didn't even he didn't they didn't even occur to him that they were on the track. I did jumps that I actually I did more jumps than anybody on that track. And thank God I had flex fast company flex handlebars. Because when you're doing all that jumping, and by mean getting every jump in on the track, you need handlebars like that for my wrists. Of course, seat concept, bulletproof designs, and double take mirrors. I when I went into hair and makeup tonight from before my show, I used a double take mirror to get the spot in the back. And did you even tell him that you were riding the snowboard park and ski park at Mammoth Mountain Unbound the day before you even went to the race? And so you were just jumping and I was, railing and jibbing. I was, and no, no. That, that uh, whole Hangtown course turned into a Mammoth Mountain jib I'm park. Pretty sure you. I was the only guy that rode on the national track on saturday during the during the thing in the exhibition race but i mean out of everybody that was there i'm pretty sure i was the only one that was getting some ski time at mammoth the yeah, day before l- less than 24 hours before the gate drops you were on the chairlift getting gnarly at mammoth and uh well that's probably exactly why yeah sliding around the slush i was doing good yeah so anyways uh thanks to all of our sponsors the show would not be possible if you want to support us if you want to support us, we have an Amazon link and a Rocky Mountain ATV MC link that you can uh, click through on our website. Third place. Third, that was in the 50 class. I would have won, but I decided that I wanted to um, not crash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was super cool. You got invited and in that you got to race some of the guys that you'd raced back in the days when you were riding 80s. Yeah. I got the, yeah, those guys I raced 80 novice against Yeah, that were there riding. So, I just got an invite and in, in uh, if if you ever have the opportunity to race around like a national prep track and whether that means you can get to go there the day before or they have races the day after. And the cool thing is the dirt diggers, which is a, it's the only national that's put on by a club. 
It's a club. They've been doing this for 54 years. You know how I remember this? Because it's the same age as me. They've been putting on that event for 54 years. I'll drink a bush to that. Yeah. And these guys just, they take, they take pride. They're all volunteers and they take pride in putting on a super awesome event. And when you get to ride the day before, when they're making sure that the track's watered and yeah, it's, it's watered way better than it's ever going to get watered and it's ripped and the track is good. It's, it was so awesome. And then to get the invite to go to do the exhibition race, which we rode one moto on Friday and they opened up the whole track. We got to do the full track. We got to do the, the off camber turns uh, kind of right after the start. And then we got to do that step up in the back, which was sketchy. It's big, especially on a 125, especially when you're you know, older, you, you look at like just something I never would have jumped when I was a kid. I wouldn't even have thought about it, but I know how good the bikes are and I know the suspension's good. You, you thought you were like Damon Bradshaw that day or somebody, just Guy Cooper. Yeah. Just sending it. It was a... It, it, what? It, I, I heard you. So, you, so we you got... the sound effect. Where, I did the sound that? effect. It was that when you're... I mean, it's like, it's like walk up about eight, ten feet away from a building that has a second story and... And look up at the roof, and that's what you're looking at. And that takeoff is that steep, but there's a section. Kodak courage. There's a second section of rollers before it. But we got one. We got one sight lap, and some other, like all these kids that were in that race because I didn't realize I didn't know. What, so it's the Pasha uh, 125 Invitational, and they do them at Glen Hill, and 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 he sponsors uh, some of these races, which is super cool to see all the 125s. The fans love it. I mean, we were riding through the pits, like the pro riders were coming up to watch us all ride through the pits and throw some revs and stuff. It was, it was pretty cool. But the whole time, I mean, I'm like, I got to jump this thing. It just, so you know, that was my whole, that was Your my bucket goal. list. Claim. Yeah. So last Everyone lap has a claim last lap. I slowed down a little bit, gave myself a little bit of space, just work the rollers as good. The whole time I'm going through in second or third, second or third. And I finally committed to third kind of manual. The last one got the best drive I could. And, rah! and that Kenda was hooking up. Yep, and, and landed right up on top of it. It was pretty cool. God. I was crowd hitting, went wild. Well, not really, but I mean, there was a there was a lot of people along the fences. I mean, they wanted to see the one twenty five, and they a lot probably, of those people have probably never even ridden a one twenty five. This is true. I come mean, to think of it, some yeah. of these kids uh, mm -hmm. they grew up riding four strokes, so yeah. that one twenty five brings it back to like practically a vintage. What year was that bike? Mine. 2005 it's the same as the new one except it's a lot different but it's kind of the same it's the sort of the same chassis mine has a 23 carburetor on it it uh, so it's got parts off of a 2023 on it hey well, i wish we, i could have been there to see that that must have been an amazing day for you jimmy you'll never forget it no i won't no a um worldly rider has a question he says my girlfriend thinks my plums hang low because dirt bike riding for 30 years is this common like oh, the girlfriend should thinking you're plump. Your plum, should we ask thing? Jenny? Is this? She's can only comment on your plums, I'm hoping. I I didn't let my plums dangle in front of her as far as I know. I wasn't changing outside no. today. <laughs> put a jock strap on. You'll be fine. Put, put a jock strap on. You'll be <laughs> I think I plums honestly are good eating uh, plums are good eating is all I could start thinking about when I think of the word plums. Uh, yeah. I had a peach. never been referred a, to them as plums. I had a peach today just for, you know, cause I'm healthy living. I'll tell she you may what. Maybe right, I, bud, but I wear that Malcolm Smith racing uh, underlayer and it helps. Yeah. I think I, I, I run some tidies when I'm riding to yeah. keep, keep things up there, but 
in in reality, I think that your riding would actually keep your plums from dangling too low because you you don't want them down there because yeah. you can bump them into things like the gas tank. And so you're, I think maybe they're just instinctively, because I don't think about this. I've actually never thought about where my plums are hanging. Well, in case you're riding, uh, are you teabagging her at some point on the weekend when you're camping? Is that where <laughs> she might be coming up with this? But, uh, I mean, I don't know, dude. No, I would say absolutely not, dude. Those things are sucked up tight as a drum, and she's just illusional wishing. Yeah, be my answer. Maybe you're just old, and then I heard that I heard they start bumping when they start bumping into your kneecaps. That's when you really know you're old. Yeah, watch so. Bad Grandpa on uh, <laughs> Netflix. Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa. Okay. Anyways, thanks a lot again to our sponsors: Yamaha, Takamoto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company. Seat concepts, Marco. Don't touch my plums. What do I do with my hands? during the show? What yeah, not not near my plums. Bulletproof designs and double take mirrors, <laughs> bringing you plum talk tonight on Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Uh, that's so. a tough question. How do you even read those words? Your eyes must be like an eagle. Well, I can see. I all oh I want to see is God. the takeoff to the jump. Got it. That's that's it. So uh, we have a couple questions, right, Matt? A few questions, yeah. You want okay, to so list them off, or the, is Marco the, reading them? The, Marco's going to read them. Oh, oh that's, there we that's, go. That's we got the the Logan is the bar. I can't even see those words. Why don't you call Logan and have him call in, and we'll we'll critique Logan's performance or a hey, Logan? Can, I can see Chris. Actually, Chris did comment perfectly normal. Let's let's have. I can't read any of that. Oh boy! Did, I can hold read on. it up. I wait, can wait. read it up there probably a little better, but uh, I used to. Jenny could read it. I used to. Jenny could do Jenny that. Jenny could read it. I She's super read. good at reading. Yeah. And then we could. And then we could. For? And then we could have. Uh, I was looking for my glasses. Remember, I had my my readers in here. I was going to oh. give them to Marco. Oh. But that's okay. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know where they went. Okay, so so yeah, Jenny, if you want to if you want to read the question. So the way that this show works, by the way, if you're new to the show or just uh, tuning in, if you're watching it live, if you ask a question in the chat, we generally get right to it or pretty close if it's a decent question. As you can tell, we're answering plum questions by Worldly Rider. Uh, otherwise, if you're listening to this on one of the other formats where it's later, you can always send us an email. Uh, comment on that show if you're watching it on one of the uh, live formats that, that uh, it's a you know to tape and this isn't a podcast anymore this is called a broadcast it's a web show how about a, a broadcast a broadcast yeah it's a broadcast we'll start tonight anyway and one of the other things we do on the show is uh, we it's tech talk taco Tuesday and tequila is Mark out there I haven't seen Mark post uh have not lately yeah mark post i know he's got a lot of motorcycles in his garage yeah so the mark mark daniels likes to tell us what tequila he's having but we're gonna go ahead and start out i'm gonna start out with the it's because it's, it's close from last week this is three r's Ooh. three okay. r's this is our this is our also revs yeah three revs three revs this is a blanco this is one that i imported up from uh oh, mexico when i was down there Remember, the, Marco, these are sipping tequilas, a not shooting of, uh, tequilas. Mexico? Well, I got them in Cabo, which isn't necessarily known for its, uh, its you say tequila. Cabo or Cabo? Uh, San Jose del Cabo. Cabo. Yeah. Uh, and I have a, a good tequila shop hookup down there, which is... Then they, you they, and Sammy Hagar, buddies? No. no. That I he, can't drive 55. Uh, he's in, he's, he's in, a spot down there. He's in, he's in Wabo. I'm just in... Oh, my gosh. Um, so this is a sipping tequila. So tell, us, tell, like, tell you how I like the R's. Mm. 
It's not bad wow. for a Blanco, huh? That's really nice. Yeah, I like. So. Okay. That's really nice. AC concepts are proudly made and developed in the USA, handmade and developed in the USA by true motorcycle enthusiasts, wide variety of seat options, seat concepts, saving asses since uh, 2008. I had one in 2015. I got it at the Big Bear Trail Run. They came, they put it on within 15 minutes, changed my life, Mm -hmm. sold my bike with it on there. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. What? What are the what a seat? Hey, it's chicken like chicken it. Joe. Yeah, one of one of our uh, one of our things. Matt, I need you to email. Is that me a cat these. just licking my leg down there? <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay, so there, um, there's Mark, uh, 1924 Don Roberto Reposado, and he and Mark is telling me the audio is not in sync, but I'm thinking it has something to do with your tequila. So yeah, this is the three R's. We'll go ahead and set it out here on the. Should we put the mics up closer to our mouth? Well, no, I think he's he's trying to lip read or something like that. Not really sure why. So, Chicken Joe, did he win? He won. He won a, few a rooster ago. endo a couple weeks ago. Yeah, kind good, of bike. Good time. He had. You'll see the colors that are in his in his uh, profile picture and stuff. Oh his, no! His bike like had that. It was a KTM or a Husky or something. It was one of those, but it was like like kind of. High vis yellow and in lipstick ish pink red. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's that it's those colors. Mm-hmm. It's crazy with a lot with some yellow and stuff in it. It was good. Looks like the sound is fine. So yeah. So the, the 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 chat room is telling us we're we're yeah, on we're point. So like I was saying, you can ask the question in the chat. You can okay. send us an email with the question, and we're gonna go to our first question. Okay. We'll start with the Hey Jimmy one. Yeah. Hey Jimmy. What's your bike preference for gravel roads and non-technical trails? So I think the, the the question that he was trying to get at is, do I want to ride an adventure bike or a dual sport bike? And so like, we'll just say KTM 500 or Yamaha Tenere 700. That's the, that's the question. It could be, yeah. it could be, um, you know, Husky 701 versus, uh, KTM 350 or, you know, Africa twin versus XT 225. I don't know. It's, it's all over the board. And this is kind of the question that we get all the time. And half the reason that you're here, Marco. Is I mean, what? I've had all these bikes you're talking about. I've ridden every KLR 650. I love the KLR 650s, a, a gravel grinding uh, road, ripping uh, neat, neat, neat bike for under 10 grand. You 35 horsepower. I mean, hey, I, I rode the thing. Uh, I rode it by myself. I rode it with uh, Jenny on the back. I rode it with four kids on my block on the on the thing. Uh, <laughs> the KLR 650 will definitely do the deal, but at the same time, I mean, so so I think he's he's so he's like I've never had the like, big boy bike like you have the Tenere, which I would think is just way too gnarly for a dirt road. Only fifty more cc's and one extra cylinder than the KLR. Gosh, you start riding that thing. A whole I different, mean, that's yeah, a whole big, different animal. Big no. boy bike, you know. You better have some balance and have gone to Jimmy Lewis Riding School to learn how to ride that thing. Oh, thank you. But uh, the, the KLR six fifty on a gravel road, dream come true. Put all the gas in it you want. Ride from Bakersfield to Barstow to went to Tahoe to and back, no problem. But uh, and and for me, so when, once you say the word road, 
And and by road, I mean something that you can drive. Um, let's just say an all-wheel drive car on. A forerunner. Yeah, forerunner. Well, a forerunner. forerunner. I, I, I don't want to go into like. An you know, overland I, vehicle. Boondocker. Um, I don't want to go into something like with a transfer transfer case in low range. You can crazy stuff with that. But you, let's just say you something you can take a. It'd be like the kind of thing you could take like a crossover type car on. And once you go road, then then it, it's you're kind of drawn a line. It's road, and then road goes all the way up to four lane asphalt freeway. I'm going adventure bike, but if road yes. means I'm going to need to put it like my truck in a four low, and I want to go like do gnarly stuff. Then I don't want to do the four. I don't ever want to do the four lane highway on that bike. And that's when I go to the single like cylinder. two track Jeep roads. Yeah. When you start going. Yeah. It, and Which would be clearly like marked if it was a forestry yeah, you, or you, a. You can still do it. So it's like, yeah, and, and that's that. Marked. That's the, the weird thing is, is on the, you know, off road and dirt, you're riding down the two track road. And all of a sudden you see the single track with a little motorcycle symbol on it. It's like, I, I want to go there. If you're on your adventure bike. You know, your multi-cylinder, bigger thing, you know, heavier, loaded up, whatever. You can probably do most of it, but there's always that one mile. There's always that one mile section of trail. Like the, the we talked about the trail road, the mountain bike on yesterday. I rode 99% of it, but it was that 1% where I had, I came up and it was too tight to get around, had to stop because I didn't know the line. And then there's, you know, like drop-offs and I didn't know, like, mm, if I mess up on that little part of the drop-off, there's one or two more. Right. And, and that's where you, you don't do that on an adventure bike. I mean, some people do, and there's videos of it all day long. It's too technical. And are you by yourself? Can you right. pick it Can up? You pick it you up? Drop it? Can you turn it around using the kickstand and go back the other way? Yeah. I mean, that's a super big variable. It's like, to me, like when I, I mean, I live in the mountains for the last 30 years and it's always the guy that went down that fire road and his wife's suburban that actually, you know, accidentally could not absolutely turn around and he scratched the heck out of it. And then there's the guy that was in his wife's Rubicon and, you know, yeah, he could do a three point turn, turn around and get the heck out of there. So do you ride a fire road on a Rubicon, four door Rubicon or a, your wife's Suburban? And, uh, yeah, it's, it depends on the yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, how you, much money you got, how strong are you? Uh, I, th- I think when you're sitting afford to crack, when you're sitting there, when you're sitting there at the dinner table or watching a podcast and stuff, it's so easy to sit there and say, well, what would you do here or there or whatever? But it's like when you get out there and, and it's just having the discipline to say when you're on the bigger, more capable bike that goes down the, the roads and the highways better to just tell yourself, no, I can't. Yeah. Time I to can, turn around. Yeah. Yeah. I can't go there or yeah, it's, it's yeah, hold it, on kids. Dad's turning around. Yeah, uh, we're going if, back. If you mom's if, waiting for us, yeah, if you can turn around, it's a lot, a lot better if you yeah. don't have to turn around, but, Whoa, but man. just it's, it's making that decision where the, the good thing about being on a smaller bike, you know, if, if you're only, if you, and a lot of these questions are coming from people that only get to have one motorcycle. They're just, they're trying to find, and they're trying to find the unicorn and there's no such thing. Marco. Nope. Nope. Yeah. You um, gotta make, gotta make a decision. And that's why I'm out here riding all your bikes this week. I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm trying to get something new. Get, I, yeah. Of course I want a Tenere, but at the same time, do I, do I really get to get a Tenere? Probably not. Uh, I've had a Cost. KLR, the best time I've ever had in my life on a KLR 650, but do I really want that bike again? No. How about that 350 I rode today? Tenere, Tenere uh, and 350s cost about the same can Tenere just make a 400 for us guys? Like they need to like lift it by themselves. That's, but uh, that's what a 350 is. I, I, and I mean, honest, uh, 
you know, in surfing, you have a quiver and snowboarding, you have a quiver. And uh, a lot of people have that car they drive to work and then the car they drive on the weekends. And so it's all about having a quiver of motorcycles. Yeah, like more than one. And uh, we're, not all, we're not all Jimmy Lewis and Matt, you know, we don't get to just have a big garage full of bikes. But uh, so these are all valid, super valid questions. And it's super cool to have you answering them. Thank you. How would the Tenere 700 compare to what was it 90s Dakar bike, Jimmy? Well, that would be how is it compared to a BMW 900 RR uh, factory rally bike? Well, first, the Tenere is probably about mm, 10 grand, 20 grand cheaper. $290,000 cheaper. Oh, see, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw what it was insured for on the insurance declaration, declaration, declarations. So, yeah, quite a bit cheaper. Um, but in reality, the the boxer, I think that bike probably put out just a yeah fair amount because they they both go almost the same top speed. And I think the Tenere is just a little bit more aerodynamic and stuff. But yeah, the Tenere it doesn't it doesn't really go 140. It goes 100 maybe 130 when you get it right. Dude, downwind. So, but man, it's the Tenere is a lot lighter, and you know the suspension for what it is out of the box is pretty incredible where you know you're dealing with a bike that had factory suspensions and stuff on it whoa yes it's time for me to go get yeah time for time for another one bushwhacking here right how was (laughs) that that that, uh i you know i did get to ride a itinerary uh a few weeks ago my buddy dean christensen has one and uh wow what a neat neat bike i felt amazing on it it felt like something that i could uh and i only rode it on the street for 15 minutes and i was like wow but i and then I, I, weeks later, rode a, an Africa Twin, and I did get to ride it on the street and the dirt. And I was like, wow, like, I, I'm six foot, two and a half, 250 pounds almost, well, probably more with my gonna, gear. You're going to throw the half in there, six foot, two and a half. Ish, with okay. my boots on. Okay. But those are some big, giant bikes, and they take a definite riding uh, ability not only that, but um, they're super expensive. They're super awesome. They're super fancy. I can't imagine riding one of those bikes like aimlessly to where like when I go on adventures, I want to kind of be like, I don't know where I'm going. I have no idea. I think I can turn around. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. So I personally, when I'm riding gravel roads and I'm riding two track and fire roads, I mean, come on, KTM 500, Something with a plate just because you want to shoot in and get some gas, uh, something lightweight. Uh, yeah, I think one that you can throw a backpack on and maybe, you know, bring some gear, go skinny yeah, but, dipping but, in the hot tub but, like you like to do. Yeah. Um, you know, pull into the brewery, have a beer or a, a near when you're beer. Done, when you're done with the ride. Yeah, when you're done, done with and, the ride. And, yeah, Got it. you know, but. So, so Mark Daniels those wants, two bikes so did are you so go different. snowboarding or snow skiing or did you convert the 125 into a moto snow bike? Let's see. I did everything but convert the 125 into a moto snow bike. Well, I'm going to just stop you right there. Jimmy is absolute I, alpine fluid, we decided. Right. He decides in the morning if he's going to ski or snowboard. Right. He does most of the time both. He skis in the morning because it's fast and gnarly. And then he'll jump on his snowboard later in the day to throw shakas and uh, rip yeah, that way to the van. My hands are all constrained yeah, by those So poles. he does both. Every time he yeah. rides. Alpine fluid, my friends. 
So that would that be kind of like having a tenere in the morning and just ripping around to yard sales and shooting around and then all of a sudden coming home and getting on your enduro no, cross no, bike? No, it, it'd be it'd be like it'd be like having a tenere and doing like two sections of a Nevada BDR and then getting to the end of a section. You saw three really awesome single tracks, but your wife pulled up in your Truck Lance with camper your- with your KTM 500. And actually, no, my with my WR450. Yamaha Blue Crew, Yamaha WR450 on the back. And then I just unload it and I ride back down to where the trail was. And I go get to ride that trail. Then I'm, I'm bike fluid. Oh, thanks, Jim. Completely bike fluid. So I'm well, like, or, or like me, I would ride my KLR to someone's camp and say, dude, can I try your 300? And, and then <laughs> you, I would you, you do some Insta bro. Yeah. I would literally rip down to Johnson Valley on my KLR and then like act like I'd never ridden the guy's uh, KTM 300 yeah. and then do a lap in uh Cougar Buttes on his 300 real quick and then turn it back in and, uh, and then disappear on my KLR. Right. So, I mean, it's, Gosh, what a tough question. I'm I'm glad it's the pros yeah. answering these. That's why you get paid the big bucks. What's Jenny sampling the massage machines? She's going to over she's, and answer another she's question. get you one of your bush lights, I think. And, I got uh, one right here. You got another question right here, and these letters are so small I can't read it. But uh, Give it your best. Start with... Uh, I, I, I cannot read not one of those letters. That's it's, it's it's coming. She's coming. Um, I actually wanted Marco to read these. I got to find those glasses. I think it'd be more fun if Marco read them. I can read everybody. I'm just a, you know, you turn 59 years old and you, you know, you need readers. I think it was when I got a cycle trader one year, I, I sat down to read it and then my, on the throne and I just threw couldn't, it to the side. Couldn't focus? Couldn't even read the, the, that was 10 years ago. You, you were, you were looking to, to read the ads for the bikes you were yeah, selling. Yeah. Or just, you know, to read. Yeah. Something. And then, uh, okay. So this is a follow up. So a couple of weeks ago, we had a question about, uh, a guy who had an older KTM 400 MXE nice and he bike. bought a starter that spun backwards. And, and I told him he, he bought like a, a real, uh, old eBay, you know, or a, I don't know where, where did he get the starter, the Amazon or something like that. But actually he does explain Rocky Mountain ATV. Well, he, he did. So this is the interesting. Or so follow up. It would start with the Kickstarter, not the button, but the starter sprag was good. Actually, I replaced the electric, no, elastic metal tension band with the $4 car part from Napa that you referenced. So if you have an older KTM RFS bike and it's not starting, it's making squeaking noises and stuff, you can buy like a a bearing that's a hundred or a couple hundred bucks. Or you can buy this $4 nap a seal and you pull the spring off the seal and wrap it around the the sprag gear and everything's fine because the sprag doesn't wear out so i told him that he he figured it out got it done he says the problem was the cheap replacement starter and he says it's a it was the neutron brand from rocky mountain which spun clockwise Uh (laughs) uh-oh ah the font just got bigger yeah there we go logan would have figured that out like 20 minutes ago by the way why are you dressed up? Why are you dressed up so nice? Why am I dressed up so nice? Right. You work at a home office. Yes. Uh, that is the exact reason why I'm dressed up so nice. I've been having a hard time focusing lately. So dressing for work. Uh, and then I got so caught up. I was like, oh, shit, I got to get. The and prom. you're and Oh, so this isn't work. Well, I mean, it could still be work. Matt Mattoon, everybody. Yeah. Uh, so back to the thing. I took your advice and bought a Tusk replacement starter from Rocky Mountain, which is kind of, I think they're kind of the same thing. But anyways, I, I do know Rocky Mountain has that new, new 
Neutron brand. I have used their brake pads before with actually really good success. I've, I've used a Neutron starter with success. Okay. So anyways, voila, it spun the correct direction and the bike now starts with a button. I appreciate your knowledge and podcast platform. Well, thanks, Mark. Uh, and we're not a podcast. We're a, a web, show. web show. Web show. A broad broadcast. You know, we could argue that we're streamers. We're streamers. Is that kind of like boondocking? Uh, not really. I was I when I was out um, hanging hanging with the hippies at the hot spring. Uh, they are all boondockers now. They're not hippies. They're not even. I don't even know what they are. I, I think there's a new like etiquette that everybody wears clothes. Yeah, it's not like the old days when you're swinging dicks with hippies. Yeah, bumping dicks with naked hippies. I yeah. called it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry. It's okay. Well, so that way, you know, we actually, I could do the survey of the plums. I could check the plums. I could see the people that rode into the hot spring. And then I could look at the people that drove in in their car and I could do a plum survey if we needed to for our first question. Uh, skiing in the morning, snowboard in the afternoon. That's right. Um, but ski biking is a dude. Do you remember when Ronnie got us the snow scoots? Oh, we or, got, I mean, we, no, we no, got, you know, you got the No, I got I, us allowed to ride the you, mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get this straight. You yeah. got us the snow scoots. And then that was after our dual sport ride, wasn't it? That was a, well, it was a famous day that I could, that was a historical day because no one had ridden those on Mammoth Mountain and Ronnie no. pulled some strings and got us to uh, be able to, uh, you know, rip around the mountain and show ski patrol and risk management, what we could do. And, uh, as, as we, we as did, we, but uh, we were getting chased all over the mountain because yeah, every every they do allow them now. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, I I that was so epic that those things for I still for, have three of them for a bunch of moto guys. You ever want one for a bunch of moto guys to go to go do do that on the mountain? Those snow scoots were just incredible. I was that was a lot of fun, and it was it was fun going. No, no, we can't go back down to that chair. We got to go over here because they don't know they don't know what we're doing yet. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, a lot I know, of, a lot I know of, your local ski area here, uh, Lee Canyon, uh, Ski Las Vegas, whatever they're calling it now. Uh, yep. They do allow snow bikes and snow scoots. And uh, in case you guys are all just have to have handlebars in your hands, you got to check it out. There's a couple of local shops in Vegas that even rent them. And uh, we actually were pioneers of that. They're super dangerous. But uh, <laughs> that was so much. it was fun. And was, it, you know, the other thing we did was uh, so after the dual sport ride, we rode mountain boards. As another thing, you oh, procured yeah, mountain yeah, boards. Yeah. Airfield tire boards on the street. We did kamikaze. No, we did kamikaze yeah. downhill on mountain boards before like they're we're getting on the gondola like what are those and like ronnie's like don't worry about it <laughs> yeah no uh <laughs> that thank was a, god they never allowed us to come back that was one and done yeah that was one and done we do have video of that That's, i think it was billy anderson ryan boyce and a yeah. couple other kids had actually done it too and so are these some are these some questions here yeah i want you to answer yeah. that one how start with the hello one hello okay this is from uh this is dante or Dor Dorit. Dorit from DYU and F Wheel. At DIU brand, which focuses on an e-bike for more than eight years. LED e-bike for eight years. Uh, after following your channel on Instagram, I have to say your video really resonated with me. So this time we went to collaborate with you on our DYU smart bike. It shouldn't oh it be DUI smart bike. It says DYU. <laughs> Are you interested? If so, I would really love to get in touch and begin a collaboration 
that would bring a value to both our audience, which is a huge audience. E-bikes are they're going off right now. And I know Jimmy probably rides an e-bike as much as he rides a motorcycle. So this is a perfect question for him. Here's our official site. Uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's some stuff. DUI cycle. Cycle.com <laughs> waiting for your reply. So, so, well, should, should so I get, did you get a, did you get something in the mail or are there like wheels for your bike or is there? No. You, you want to talk to this guy? I do. I, okay. I love, I'll, there's nothing wait. I love better than e-bikes. Mammoth where I live in California is e-bike. Everybody has one. There's no one that doesn't have one from a five-year-old kid to a, 85 year old man so uh and we have I'll put our you, mountain allows it uh the I'll put town you in touch with it. dorit dorit i rode one a, i rode one the other day so i got, really wasn't a specific question that was just like yeah we want to we want to learn more about what you got going on he wants, dude. He wants to collaborate because he enjoyed my channel on instagram which channel is that matt on instagram yeah what video did he watch probably jimmy lewis riding school yeah maybe you could start to teach people how to ride these electric bikes I, I'm not very good at it, so no. Oh, he's lying. You're lying. They, the, the pegs I just, move. I can't ride them because the pegs move. Well, I, I think you're on to something, bud. Okay. Keep, keep on. Go door it. I would keep on Jimmy. Uh, you're not, you know, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And Jimmy Lewis do, is definitely do you have, someone do you, you have know. Yolande's? I, Yolande Dent's question? Yolande Dent, I do. Yeah. It says uh, to the advise. It says to advertise. To advertise. Yeah. That's okay. I wanted to get in touch with you because we built and scaled multiple e-com brands by simply inserting a series of email flows and weekly com campaigns. That's about as far as I got. Yeah. Last month, one of our clients generated 97,030 days without any ad spend. Wow, you could really do something. Would you like to see if we can work together, Yolanda? Well, I mean, of course. Who wouldn't want that kind of momentum? Right. But uh, at I, what at what type of ads are we talking about here? Well, uh, I wonder if they're going to clarify if that 97K is from the Nigerian prince I keep getting emails from. Oh yeah, or yeah. like or like the the amount of money that the Tuckability bikinis are making at Target. Are they pulling that kind of money? No, yeah, they have Tuckability bikinis now. Time they have Tuckability. It doesn't come so, uh, doesn't come across on my feed. A little okay? more specific, if it's two wheel related <laughs> and has handlebars and pops a wheelie or skids, Yolanda, you're on to something. Mike Kmet. That, has this guy has this guy chimed in for KMET? Remember that station? Oh yeah, the Mighty Met. The Mighty Met. Hi, Jimmy. KTM is putting traction control in. I'm sure it makes most riders faster in most conditions, but does it make the rider less skilled in the long run? Sorry, can't hit your class at Tour Tech and Cheers. So the the funny thing, Mike, about traction control is that for a lot of us who've been riding for a long time, we fight with it. So you, you, if you have been riding for a long time and stuff, you realize that you're, you're spinning. And if you want to spin more, you turn the throttle more. And if you want to spin less, you turn the throttle less. This is what normal people do. But so let's say you're spinning and you want to spin more. 
and you turn the throttle more because you want to spin and the bike says no and it starts doing stuff and it grabs traction when and the reason a lot of us turn the throttle more is so that we do spin so we don't grab traction because you're spinning up for something and then you get traction which launches you into something that you probably don't want to or the other thing happens where it starts spinning and you realize it about the same time as the bike realize it and you back off and it cuts at the same time and then it cuts and doesn't do exactly what you want it to. And then you get in a fight and you're on, off, on, off, on, off fighting with traction control. This is old school experience rider. It's not worked with traction control. And I have a big problem with traction control. And most of the time, in most circumstances, I turn it off because I get I'm quicker than majority of traction control some of them are getting really good on some of the adventure bikes but is it going to make us dumber and if you didn't learn this stuff you're just going to turn the throttle and let the the ecu do all the work for you because it will do kind of what you want I mean, to do? Don't get me wrong. A guy with this kind of bike and this kind of a budget to buy this kind of bike is he really that tech savvy? Well, well, K- KTM's, I mean, KTM's going to start putting. K- KTM has been putting it on their SXs and XCs. We and know how to use these buttons. It's not really traction control though, it, because it, it's not taking wheel sensor readings. What it is really? is it is it notes it notes rate of acceleration, and, and if the if the RPMs kind of rev up quicker than it it should or it could, you know, like. So it's kind of fake traction control, but it does it. If it if it kind of spins up unnecessarily, it will do stuff in the fueling and the ignition to kind of turn it down. On the two strokes, I know they can do stuff with the power valve, same sort of thing. Uh, so I can see that on like icy roads and like icy graveled, but like but even roads, even, yeah, off road. I've, I've ridden I've ridden I mean, bikes with traction control on icy roads for testing and stuff before, and I get in I I start feeling it it's spin and I kind of want to keep it spinning just a little bit because I know that I can back it off and actually get more traction by backing off from experience. But the bike starts doing it and imagine that, that I'm trying, I want it to spin a little more and it gets traction. It goes when I don't want it to. And then, and then I, then I kind of get into the throttle and go, no, no, no spin. And it's going, no, I don't want to spin. And then it finds traction. It spins it, you know, that's just, it's their it sounds like they're kind of pussifying the whole like riding experience. I don't want to call it pussifying. I just want to no, say that come they, on, you got to be able to twist it on a little bit and like power is your friend. You, and, sh- you should be you, you should, should be able to turn it all the way off. But here's 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 the question that that maybe that the answer is: Is it going to make us dumb? Well, guess what? If every I, if everybody like you know you have kids, I shouldn't even say a word because I've never even imagined you you have kids now that can't drive a stick shift. Don't even know what a stick shift is. Oh my gosh. Right. Okay. They never operated a clutch. And, and God, my kid can drive one. Yeah. And and so they they do this, and then they they that person comes to motorcycling, and they they then like what has a transmission? What do I do now? And so it's happening. You know, we're we're getting here, and so the manufacturers may not be able to allow a bike to be equipped with a regular manual throttle because. You know, the YouTube videos you watch when guys are just like a first time on a bike, just they hold it half throttle and dump the clutch and shoot into the fence or the side of the house. Yeah, or, I love those videos. Yeah, I know. That's that's what we're we're dumbing ourselves down to. And I don't mean to say pussify. I just meant to say like, wow, like <laughs> whatever happened, a little bit of power is your friend or, you know, like. Uh, you, you, 
what dirt Being bikes in do. control, hundred percent control of your bike, no matter what. And then your bike's got a mind of its own. You have to, you, you like, have to respect it. But think, think about just, okay. So we buy dirt bikes and, and you may not think about this, but you buy a dirt bike and you go to a place where it's legal to ride your dirt bike. Once you're there at the place where it's legal to ride your dirt bike and you're in the area where it's legal, try breaking the law. Like you can go as fast as you want to. You can pull wheelies. You can do skids. You can, you can do all oh, wheelies. You call that wheel lofting. I thought. Well, not until Properly you come to the school. Okay. But you go, you can go, you can go hell bent. You can go smash yourself into a tree. You can do a backflip. You can do a nose wheelie and cartwheel. And none of it's illegal on your dirt bike. The, the, a dirt bike is, and it's, and it doesn't cost that much to be able to go do all this stuff. It's this level of freedom. And at that point, you know, you, you can do all this crazy stuff and, Okay, now we need to put traction control. Now we need to put all this other stuff on it. And pretty soon they're going to they're gonna say, oh, no, we need speed limits. We need to put speed limits on your dirt bike. Like you can only go so fast. I mean, it's happening in some places and state parks and things like that. But go out to the desert, you know, go out into the woods. One thing that I did see. You can go see, as fast as you the, want to. The one thing I saw this year that I've never seen, and of all places, I was in Nicaragua riding motorcycles. My buddy has a valet key start for his motorcycle. He can start his motorcycle with a fob. It's a Vento, a Vento 250. I have proof. I have a video. Uh, so he can walk up to his bike and start it without even getting on it or touching it. And what I if thought he left that, it in gear? Well, exactly. Like I'm thinking like. In that line of all those bikes. So Marco, you, just tell everybody where you were for two months. Like I, I just rode uh, motorcycles in Nicaragua for a couple months. We were on uh you know, picture this, uh, 150, 250 air cooled bikes. They retail for about 1500 bucks. We're renting them for $14 what, what, a what, day. What brand was your bike? Uh, I was on an AKT 150. Okay. Retail one, uh, $1,400. And so this guy was on a Vento V E N T O. I, I don't, I don't know where it's from, but, uh, super neat bike, but he, he just to brag, he showed me that it would start with his valet key start. And I was like, Hey, that's awesome. But then at the same time, I thought I'd be the idiot to leave it in gear. <laughs> yeah. Cause the Vento probably doesn't have the neutral cutoff switch or the, Shoot. or like if the kickstand is I down, mean, does it? I don't know. If you're in that row next to the fancy, cause this guy obviously goes to the fancy places and there's like 17 bikes in a row. It was and the you, nicest bike and, down. There. And you push the button on the Vento and it just knocks off the kickstand and just dominoes everybody else's bikes. That would be me. Yeah. And I did do that. I knocked a few bikes. Oh, and then I, you get off a motorcycle there and they're all parked so close. You back into one and burn your leg on the other guy's pipe. And uh, yeah, I mean, so once hey, again, Brian I mean, Birch, Brian Birch. Well, I've, yeah, he's one of my best friends. I've been riding motorcycles with him huh. since uh, I was probably third grade he was we did, the man we did flat track at his we did a mini moto like bob hannah wouldn't even be cool if it weren't for brian birch you know <laughs> riding his bike yeah brian shaka thanks for the jack russell uh back in the day too you, you gave me my favorite dog jake brian's a badass yeah he was riding speedway last i was pitting him uh Division three, the most div dangerous division ever you could ever ride in Speedway. But uh, yeah, there, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a thing. I would love no to see breaks. Brian out here at yeah. your school. He no, would, no if breaks. Brian, if you come to Jimmy's school, you will definitely go home. He's got a house in Big Bear. You could have a dual sport, no problem up there. All right, where is Matt? Did you ever send me the the link to the? Did I get the link to the the, the questions? Band is back together. Yes, you did. Okay. 
I did uh, see your uh, 80, the, the XR80 you guys rode out at the Anza Moto. Uh, that was He has it on the wall here. So when you do come to Jimmy Lewis Riding School, we will definitely be able to set you up on that bike and you can rip a lap on or two on it. That that thing got second place at the Baja 500. So the race they just had in Baja. Imagine if you were riding the 250 class and you got beat by a guy in an XR 100. Yeah, and Brian test rode that thing at his track in a Grand Prix that was just like, how many yeah. laps did we do that day? I have no idea. Heather and Jenny. Jenny just kept going and going and going. I think I had to take Heather to the hospital after. I think she. I think she did some severe back damage after that. That Grand Prix, those That those was races. one of the funnest times we ever had on mini bikes. Probably one of the last times, maybe. It, we Yeah, we slowed. No, we did them for a little bit. Not the Zoom link. I'm looking for the, Matt, I'm looking for the uh, the the restream, the chat thing. That right. one. I'll reshare it with you. Okay. This is trying to keep track of this stuff. Um, okay. If you want to support us, go ahead and uh, click through on our Amazon links when you're buying. What, what do you? What's the next thing you're going to buy on Amazon? Shouldn't you 60, talk more about the sponsors TV? for a minute again? Yeah, we, we can get there. Which sponsor do you want to talk about? I really, well, I really want to give this guy the Sprocket guy. DDC. They were our yeah. first sponsor. Nate said, "Yeah, I'm sponsoring the show." Right off, right off the bat, didn't even. Basically, I was on my. I was driving down to a Mexican restaurant. This is how the show started, Mark. I was driving down to Ramiro's. I'm going to, I'm going to do a podcast thing. I don't even know how to do one. And I'm talking to Nate about getting some sprockets. And next thing you know, I have a sponsor for the show. Yeah. It was that quick. And so if you have an EXC 500, 350, 250, he's got a Jimmy Lewis package. It's called the Jimmy Lewis package. And he'll set you up with the, the nicest. I want to say it's almost a Jimmy Jimmy Lewis package would be like 16 rear sprockets and, and 12 chains. Well, he's got the best of the best. <laughs> it was literally like $211 to the door. And I literally got it the next day after ordering it. Mine was black. He apologized for not having this chrome finish. But, uh, well, you ain't shit if your chrome don't shine, they say. But uh, mine was black. It was amazing. It bolted right up. He sent me the hardware as well. Uh, DDC, nicest guy. He, he'll answer the phone if you call. He is the man. And a really hardworking guy, and so what a great sponsor to have. Are you updating my grinder profile there, Matt? Because this is this is the right document to the right thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for the. I'm looking for the. Uh, hopefully, the, hopefully he's watching. What link are you looking for? The one to the re the 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 questions, the comments. You know that thing, whatever that's called. Yeah, I thought I you already had that. that, Chris. Real, I did, but I had to close down because my browser blew up. Can you open it up again? Yeah, Chris Real says. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ABS on an ice road. Nothing works on ice. Nothing. No, no power, no brakes. Just roll. Ice is ice. It's got a mind of its own. It is the boss. Yeah, that one right uh, there. That's what I was looking for, Matt. That chat right you there. You have good eyes, Jim. I uh, just God. Uh, I learned I learned about mango ice in Nicaragua. So when the, the monkeys throw the mangoes down on the road. And in the morning, they're all smashed from all the trucks. And you come around the corner, that That's mango, mango fruit on the road is is slippery. Do, as, they actually, do they actually call it ice? I did. Okay, I you call it, it mango I, ice. Have I, you have you ever have you ever it's been kind of like black ice in the mountains? Have you ever dr- been driving up into northern uh, Nevada, southern Idaho when the when the the, the Mormon beetles come out in the road? I uh, no, no no Mormon beetle ice. I. 
Dude, I'm aware of it now. Same stuff. I'm going to be it's aware of it. Like there's, these, it's just these bugs are doing the death march under your tires, and they they literally it actually packs up. It gets almost like an inch thick and in the middle. It's like ruts. Like if you hit it, if you ride the motorcycle down the middle of the road, you just crush them. Right. But if you if you get onto the tire tracks for the trucks and the cars that run, it's like a, it's like an inch thick. And what about those grasshoppers today in the desert? Oh, they're everywhere. I well, I'm learning. So, uh, yeah, you got to go. You got to go just the right speed. You got to go kind of fast because if you go a little too slow, dude, those, things, those things stink. You know, there's so many multiple levels of being. Uh, well, there's cinders. There's yeah. I mean, oil from the road when it rains. There's condensation in the morning. There's shade. There's shade ice. There's black ice. There's a. Uh, you know, never drop your guard. It, it just, doesn't matter just means what. Slippery. Yeah, super slippery. Just means slippery. Beware. So I think we're going to go ahead and uh, take a little bit of break. Do you, you, so did break. you get a new submission for Rooster Endo or just yeah. we're, from, oh, you, want, from my Valentine? Oh, from your Valentine. Yeah. Victor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Um, is Does it look like it's a bike that he owns? Yes, it does actually. Does it have a sombrero on it someplace? Uh, it does not. <laughs> does not, unfortunately. So... <laughs> Okay, um, we are going to go ahead and take a little break. You can get a little message from our sponsors. We do appreciate them supporting us. And uh, we'll come back with the Rooster Endo and we'll answer all of the other questions that we don't have yet. But if you have a question, send it in. What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text and it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you if you've ever received an order from us you know that the taco touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies um, all of our Taco Moto Co. branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty. And we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM and aftermarket parts where we can, sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested, and ridden, and raced, and knows meets the, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. And we are back. So Woo. Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. It's the Man. show where we answer your motorcycle and motorcycle product, product related questions. Matt's doing something. I'm not sure what he's doing. you getting primed for Rooster Endo? Yep. Okay. So, Rooster Rando is a segment where you send us a picture of your bike. Tell us your make and model. We discuss it. And then at the end, you are vying for a $100 gift certificate. I'm having a hard time with the certificate word today for some reason. Gift, gift card? Gift card. We'll call it gift card from Takomoto. That's takomoto.co. They are based in Vegas. They have go fast and good handling looking Parts, lights, all different kinds of things. Stickers. Goodies. Goodies for your dirt bike. And we're ready for bike number one, Matt. Oh, we're jumping right into it. Yeah. Okay. Who are you texting? 
not texting Why are you anyone. dressed? You got a date or something tonight? You're dressed up really, really nice. Yeah, I'm dressed up really nice because I'm trying some different uh, focusing stuff. So yeah. this focus thing, yeah. that, like, so you weren't focused on the show or getting the, the the bike ready to go for the show right now, but mm-hmm. the, so the clothes is not helping with the um, the Rando? Yeah, or the, or Tech Talk Taco Tuesday in general. <laughs> did you did you want to sit over here with that nice outfit? No, I'm good. You sure? Okay. Yeah. I'll switch seats with you. Bike number one. Do you want to be a producer? No, no. No, you can't push oh, no. those buttons. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. So bike number one is going to be Ryan. Well, that's uh, a KTM. Sicules. Ryan Sicules. 2004 KTM 525 EXC. It's a highway dirt bike, hand guards, sub-mounted GPR stabilizer with Pro Taper Evo steering stabilizer low bars. Clark 3.1 fuel gas tank. Looks like Utah. Um, 3.1 gallon fuel tank. Uh, front and... Sorry. Front fender zip tied together from the first year I hit. Enduro engineering tall seat. Period. Correct. Aluminum skid plate. Not sure on the brand. It thinks it's a ricochet. FMF power core four slip on exhaust. JD jet kit. Giant loop priority saddlebag. Had lots of bikes come and go through my garage over the years, but this old girl just keeps being the one I'm always around. Also, Jimmy, if you happen to have any safari tanks lying around leftovers from the RFS farm uh, and you'd be willing to make a deal, let me know. Uh, I do actually have a big black safari tank for that bike. What year was that bike? 2004. Yeah, 2004, five, six, seven, all kind of the same um, as far as the tank goes. I'm surprised that the kickstand is still working on that bike. I because I can already see that the bike has a has a little bit of a lean to it. You know, it's got some of that gangsta lean, and those kickstands were just horrific. Trail Tech makes a really good replacement for that. It actually changes the mount and everything. So when the mounts blow up on those, you do it. Noticing that the the mud's packing up in the tire. So yeah, I'm going with you on Utah. Looked like it rained. There was a thunder shower recently. It looks like George or uh, is that Northern? Uh, that looks like it. It looks like someplace. God, it looks like somewhere epic, and it looks yeah, like North. He, like he really just kind of ripped actually, it in right there. It could there. actually be New Mexico. There's a, there's a lot of that in New Mexico too, but. Uh, Matt, Man, what a great bike. Treason. I mean, Who what a great bike. That bike right there, if it's still ripping today, I mean, come hey, on. Hey, is tonight 200 bucks? Yes, you said let's roll it over. Oh, wow. It, so, you know what? Last week, we weren't satisfied with any of our Roosterandos. So, these guys are playing for double the coin tonight. $200. Tied the fender, even. For the, hitting the deer. That's the that's, first the first deer. I mean, come on. That's saving a couple bucks right there. That's, no, no pun intended. No. To save a buck, you know, and that's a good that's a good bike. Uh, I have the dough. I have a couple of those for sale, by the way. If, if anybody wants another one, <laughs> um, I I kind of I kind of like it. I'd roost that thing myself. I mean, I minus no. having to kick it, I would have to park it on a hill and is no, it, it's no, got it's, electric, it's got electric. It's got start. a button. Yeah, as long as still work. As long as you buy the right starter for it, did spins he the right the way. Button still worked. Um, didn't have to. But yeah, I think it's all good. Well, what if he didn't? Can it start without a battery? Can you, you kick, can kick that it? Thing? Yeah, you can kick it. Hard to kick. Oh, dude, I'll ri- I'll roost that bike right there. I bet it's got the softest so, seat. So you're saying that bike roost? Well, it's got I, a tall seat. I'm giving roost. that bike a roost for sure. What's what's that in front of the headlight? Is that like a headlight protector or something? No, that's tool that's bag? that's his uh, that's his spare fender. I mean, spare. It's his fender bag with a spare tube in it. I'm hoping. Oh, even smarter. That's that's what I call being prepared. So, do you think, judging by the angle of that picture, that he also has a 
aluminum front disc protector on there? Mm, I'm going to mm. say no because the rear <laughs> the rear rotor doesn't have. Oh, it doesn't protection. have it. Like, yeah, can we? You don't zoom. You have zoom ability. Oh, you can't see it. He's that thing's positioned perfectly. Oh, can't enhance. Just but, say oh, there's that, a little GPS mount right there. Yeah, gosh, it's is, it's perfectly. What's he got on? What's got mounted on the back of the fork? As long as it doesn't have bunny pegs on it. If what it is had it? Bunny pegs. Does, does he have something mounted on the side of the fork? Is that like a trail yeah. saw or something? Uh, I can't tell if it's a trail saw. I wonder if it's just like a little extra fork protection. I know some people like to run those, like the little PVC pipes that they put on those. Yeah, but there's a, it's that red thing, and it's going at the angle of the fork. Oh. I always say, oh, if it's bikes a fuel, can talk. It's if, an MSR fuel can. If bikes can talk, an MSR fuel can. Well, like uh, not not the Malcolm Smith, Malcolm. Oh, it's like the, the little camping fuel cans. That's strapped onto the fork. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Are you kidding me? Like, like I can see a little. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I agree with you there. Could yeah. be a gun sheath. It could, but that not is. Arizona. What are you doing with that thing, Matt? I'm shrinking it back down for our next submission. Or no, oh, getting ready for the next one. Okay, yeah, we got we got to do all the prep. That that thing that thing roosts. Although, and I, how would you, if that thing is mounted there and that fork goes up and down, how is it not Maybe. blowing that thing off the fork leg? Don't know. Maybe it works like the uh, the stabilizers that we saw at Aim that goes on the fork. Uh, I don't the dampener. <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it looks like a great bike. Yeah, Roos. It really looks like a great bike. Looks pretty good. The so, wheels don't look like stop signs. So, in on paper, this is a roost, but I look at it and then my back starts to hurt. So, endo. Why well, did I mean, your Why does your back hurt? RFS bikes. I, every time I look at them, my back starts to hurt just a little bit more from the uh, one incident. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because you had to pick one up. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I picked one up and threw it on my back. Yeah. Well, you got to learn how to pick up a motorcycle, Matt. Yeah, I you know. Just you just push it downhill like a snowmobile and tumble. They're a little, you tumble it back onto the wheels. The kids That's these the days, they're a little. Do. They're a little. Yeah, it's a, it's a roost. It's a good bike. Uh, all right, next one up is going to oh, be from man, look at that. Jason uh, Nadler. Is that it's a shorty a pipe? 2019 it's KTM 300 XE. Denti pipe. Canadian East Coast high school uh, high speed trail and woods machine seat concepts element low seat flex hand flex bars narrowed by one inch precision racing steering dampener trail tech endurance to computer trail uh, double take trail te- uh, double take trail mirror reflex handguard slow it, ARC, slow it down Matt enunci- enunciate line. the words <laughs> enunciate the words and quit thinking about the date you're going on later uh, moto minded. It's my bedtime after this. Moto-minded uh, bomber start stop switch. STR speed bleeders on the forks. Baja designs S2 LED light mounted on the triple clamp. IMS three gallon tank. 36 millimeter smart carb. V-force four reeds. Trail tech radiator fan. Samco radiator hoses. Uh, Blaze racing seven ounce clutch weight. Ooh. Uh, FMF power core 2.1 silencer. Bladder conversion. Is that a spark arrester? No, power core is not. Oh, that might be a dude. I'm not riding that thing in the forest. Well, because he's not in the forest. He's in a place where it's green. And and when was the last time you saw sparks come out of a two-stroke, I'm by just the way? saying, if you're riding off-road, uh, you got to have a spark arrestor. Depends on where you're at. Uh, yep, but, it's an MSR fuel cell on that last... Uh, <laughs> and is it true that you do get a little more horsepower with a dent like that sometimes? 
Can you get a little more bark? Mm, I, you know, it's interesting in all the times I've, I've dented pipes and stuff, I have had a few of them actually perform a little bit better when they're dented. I don't know if it, quote, made more power. I like the number it, 29 feeling fine. That's Andrew Short's number. Yeah, Andrew yeah. Short is better than that. So Bridgestone X30 front and IRCVE 33S rear tire, both with nitro mooses and balanced. Oh, love that. Enduro engineering clutch slave cylinder guard, P3 carbon frame guards, S3 foot peg bolts and rear brakes, spring replacement, AXP racing skid plate, solid rear brake rotor, tusk rear wheel bearing covers, TM designs chain guide, uh, dirt tricks, dome washer and rear sprocket. Bulletproof designs, radiator guards, and swing arm tab protector, tugger straps, uh, 7602 racing, uh, sh- rear shark fin, fastway foot pegs, trail jammer, engine case covers, dingo fork guards, TM design fork lug guards, exhaust flange guard. 20, 20 grand. The ride shop rip that folding, thing. Uh, the ride shop folding rear brake pedal tip. <laughs> still, still I bet he's got receipts of over 20 grand into that bike. I will roost that bike. Moto minded flex plate. But can I ride your bike? Hey, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm just a chair beast tail. I'm light. waiting to get the whole list. I'm I, like processing. Dude, that's a, that's a rich kid's bike. I'll rip that thing. Look at it. <laughs> chair beast tail look light. In the back of my van. Polysport when, when you roll in your KLR 650, you roll up next to the guy and you go, bro, can I ride that thing? And he's just going to go. Yeah, I can if I can ride yours. Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> Give me that bike. I'll rip that thing. So, the Chirpy's Tail Light Polysport Plastics Graphics by M7 Designs. Front disc guards on what back order. Graphics. Just as Polysport. No graphics. Oh, no, 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 no. The, um, Just he's just talking about Polysport Plastics. Graphics by M7 Designs. M7 is amazing. So, I. <laughs> okay, I'm going to let the pros take this one over. But as, as far as a me, I mean, I'll throw that in the back of the van and take that thing all day long. Roost. <laughs> I, I'm the, the when I look at this thing, the first thing I see is that dent in the pipe. Love that dent. <laughs> You'd have that the first day you rode it. No, I go around that stuff. That's that's one of those logs. That would happen that, from your boot doing a one footer. That's because the guy that was cutting the trail and and he he didn't he didn't move the log out of the way far enough, and it was kind of. F- coming at you and it would better that pipe than my knee that's what i always think when i see the dent like that you would dent that pipe the first day that's in a that's a forward that's a frontal deflection it's good he he does he does have a cylinder flange guard right Uh, i see a plate on that thing did he even mention the plate does it look like there's a plate back there yeah yeah yeah, there's a plate dude i I didn't see anything about the flange guard what better bike in the whole world a plate with no headlight i love it dude like who rides at night anyway he's got he's got a headlight he's got a date tonight he doesn't need no that's the headlight the he said it was triple clamp mounted headlight not a, he doesn't, he still, that's because he wants to run his number. He's got a date at night. He doesn't even ride at night. He just needs the plate in the daytime to get to the gas station. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a, yeah. What year was this thing Bruce. again, Matt? 19. Love 19. that bike. So it's, and it has a different, has a carburetor and a. Love it. No. 19 has the carb? Say you're in a oh, light. Well, no, storm. I maybe, maybe, no, maybe it doesn't have a, I have a 19, right? Yeah. It's a 19. This is an XC. XC. 19 XC. I, 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 I thought they were all TP, TPS by the um, TPI. Um, yeah, I think I think when they were 19, it's hard to see from this photo. I thought he said he had Electron or something like that, didn't he? Who cares? Does it have a button? Does it have the happy button? 
Does it have a happy button? It's, it's got, got the happy button. I'm I'm sticking with my roost. For yeah. sure. Um Where's my I, beer? I can't tell. Oh, actually, it's empty, but I'm going to give it. I don't see. I don't see any hoses hanging down to, to spill gas all yeah, over. Yeah, this um, is this is a fuel injected bike. It's a fuel injected bike. Yeah. I'm okay. Then sure. then it roos. Yeah, because yeah, you're right. There's nothing. No hoses hanging down at all. Okay. Next is going to be so actually our raw? first you're, ever. Okay. It has a Baja Designs S2 with an amber lens. So we were asking. That's for, an expensive headlight. So the S2? Yeah. All the Baja design stuff is expensive because it's that's good. a nice bike. That was a nice bike. <laughs> I decided uh, after it was fuel injected that it was nice. He obviously has a good job, probably a drywall guy or a you've got to have like a really good job to have that nice what bike. What do we got, Matt? What's the next one? All right, next one's gonna be too. our first ever gear submission that we've been asking about. Oh my god. Oh wait. You can't, we can't mi mix the best dressed and rooster endo. Are those denims? It's just rooster endo. And we haven't been getting a whole lot of gear submissions. So I just went ahead and went the one we got. Well, we need to, we need to have, well, you we can go off of his bike. It's a DRZ 400. Well, he's already submitted the bike, actually. It looks like an 04. Yeah, you're looking like you got an aluminum can collection going up here. 05. That's only in California. Well, all right. Well, I'll try it. I can switch to a bike. Here. Do we have a, does that mean we're going to be short one bike? At least give the guy uh, a double two. fist pump. Yeah, we're going to be short a bike. Be short one bike, yeah. Um, because Johnny was supposed to the, send his bike in. Can't believe Johnny. He, he could have been up for 200 Johnny bucks. Johnny Rotten had his YZ250. He was going to take a nice picture of it. He has okay. plenty of places to take a nice picture. So this one is from uh, Charlie's Place up in Red Mountain. Victor Ooh. Andrade, 2001 XR650R, boys in clutch, uni filter, Baja Designs dual sport kit, and uh, recidifier. A what? Rec rectifier? 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 Yeah. 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 Recidifier. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. It's I not. It's still Thanks, bike. Cooper. Yep. I did have that bike. Handmade headlight bracket uh, and LED light array, two tech suspension work, top end done by four stroke works, billet choke plate by XRS only. And, XRs, uh, XRs only. XRs only. And, oh, uh, Apple Ricky Valley. Stater. So or XRs only. I, I've spent thousands of dollars at that place. Right. They were right on the airport down there, and I used to get to go down there and actually ride some of the bikes that uh, they were building. That and was the the first company that ever, besides my dad, but the first company that ever gave me a motorcycle to race was Al Baker and oh, XR's that, only. Oh, R.I.P. Uh, Al yeah. Baker. Yeah. Al, ga Al gave me an XR280 to race in the ISD qualifiers. They're still there. They're back when I was just a, just a little grom. I can honestly say I spent more money at Al Baker than I've ever spent anywhere on a bike. What did you spend it on? Well, I've, I remember Murray Miller's bike, right. the, the 96 XR400 plated. We still have it to this day. I've spent probably three grand at that shop getting that thing back to life. I had an XR okay, 650R so that okay. I laced up head to toe at that shop. You could spend had an you XRL an XR 400. You could spend like $45 and rebuild the whole motor. Not the motor. It was buying every oh. single thing else. And, uh, I love that. I mean, I used to ride down there from Big Bear all the time. Every chance I got, pull, pull right in. They'd have everything in stock. Yeah. They had the coolest stuff. And it's still a 
to this day one of the coolest shops for XRs. So you think you think Victor watches the show? Watches the show much? Pays uh, attention? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I remember one time riding one of the We're bikes. We're talk uh, about the photo, right? Backlit, okay. backlit, kind of that 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 light is going right up the muffler. If you know what I mean. Yeah. He needs the graphic kit from Al Baker. He does. He has it. That he thing does have it. He has. That's the XRs only with the wing. See, my eyes are shot. No, hey. it's it's the it's the photo. That he, is an XR. Of he could have pivoted. XRs. He could have pivoted on the stand just a little bit. Caught some of that nice late afternoon light that he's got going I'm there. I'm wondering look about at the, low the tip shadows. on that pipe. Where's the tip on? It's the pipe? stock. It's it's the stock one with probably the power up thing inside I of it. Cut which it is, out. No, that's the that's the best. That's one of the best pipes for that bike. If yeah. you're not going to get a factory hand built. A twin piper, uh, that's the pipe for that particular bike. Just leave it. I can stock. never find super traps. I'm super sorry, super trap pipes yeah. for those bikes. Yeah, loud, like they get carboned up and get stuck, and they strip. And the, the the cheap the cheap wood screws that they used to go through. The, I mean, they were they were they were metal screws, but they're like wood screws. The coarse thread and those things. It's the very only bike I've ever ripped a foot peg completely off of the bike. XR650. And, but I took it to the shop. They welded a new one on, and I had a new foot peg. Yeah, Johnny Campbell had it. They had it. They had these super trick factory foot pegs that yeah. would bolt on on both sides. It was like a tray, yeah. and you had to have that. Yeah, I have I'm, one. I have I'm, one of I'm these. already just going to be like crying. I mean, that's a to me a roost. I'll rip that XR as far as XRs go, dude. Come Picture, on. come on. Let's let's get with it here. Bat, the photo. I'm a little disappointed in the photo. The I. The, if it's got the oil the, filler cap thermometer on it, remember that? No, 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 no. You remember don't you could like screw it fail. in and it actually yeah, like, yeah. It measure the oil temperature, but it did it. That kinda. thing has that thing has a stock tank on an XR650. Like you're gonna run well, out. Who needs gas? And you just 60. pull into the gas station. What gas station? There's no gas station for 240 miles. Well, where, where I, you, in Big Bear, I was in Johnson and where you Apple Valley, ride, where and I, I mean, I can just always pull right in and get gas. Where I want to ride that bike, I want to, I want to right where he's there. I want to just take a cap heading of about 96 degrees and Dude, ride that's across like Stoddard Wells Road. No, it's Charlie's place. Oh, it's Charlie's place. And it, you could just take off and I could ride across a military base and then another military base and then a third military base. And that would be the next time I would get gas if I didn't get go to jail. Uh, and you can't do that with a stock tank. Yeah, because, well, back then you could play them. I had the full Baja Designs kit put on at Chaparral the day I bought it. Uh-huh. Because I had the first one. I had the, like, did the you, 01 or 02. Did you I get it? It was an 02. Did you get a big tank? No, no. I never bought the big tank. Because oh. you, you didn't need it. I didn't need it. He's got that nice aluminum skid plate on there that vibrates and makes all kinds of noise. Do I used talk, to put you, bicycle tires put that in on between list? the frame. Nope. And the, you didn't put that on the list? I would put okay, a bicycle penalty, tube penalty in between the, the frame and the skid plate before I put it on there. He says Teagle washes his friend. I'm surprised there's still a visor on Victor's helmet. It's kind of a... I really like that XR. God, that's bringing me back some memories. I, it, that was I, a super fast bike. You want to ride one? I got one in the, the shipping container. It was over almost there. like It'll one start of the very right fastest bikes I've ever. Mine ridden. has mine has an Acherby six gallon tank on it, like it's supposed to. They should have made them like that. They should, and mine has an electric start on it, which they should have made them like that too. They either started or they didn't. And then uh, I can remember, they like, if you got it hot up in Big Bear, up in the no, they start like, right up. Like two you kicks. Just really had to know how to like start it. Two kick. Clean it. Clean it out with one kick and start it on the next one. God, flip flops. Bike. What an era. What an era. 
What a bike. If if I if if I uh give it a roost, am I just a shill to the to the show? No. Even though Victor no. has donated no. you can many, wheel that many bike things. in every gear. <laughs> that bike would literally pop it up in every gear. Hey, it makes about forty five horsepower. Really. I saw a guy out at the track one day had its supermoto wheels on his <laughs> And we were all just wanting to ride it. And uh, he rode it to the track, super it, motoed it all day at the Grange there in Apple Valley, and then rode it away that day. And we were all like, dude is the man. wonder if this guy ever took that thing on the... Do you think Victor's biting his knuckles? Probably. Probably. But mostly because I might be texting someone else and not my true Valentine. Oh. What kind of helmet is that on the handlebar? Would that even fit me? It could it could be like an HJC or something like that. Looks good. It's probably at least a forty nine dollar helmet. DOT. And Mark Daniel says it could be an IMS three point two, but I don't know. I don't think so. Victor would usually be in here defending himself left and right, but he's he's staying he's staying back. If we could zoom in and we could see above the seat, we'd know because uh, remember it was pretty flush. <clears throat> they did make re- well. Uh, Honda needs to make that modern XR650 out the shitty trance out. I had IMS pegs. Yeah, I had the pegs. tank looks pretty stock to me. But, um, hmm. So when you were talking about the, the, the dipstick temperature thing. Yeah, I mean, that On was the, a mod you could buy. Well, something that, that we used to do is we used to drill and tap into the frame and then put a clear hose along the side of the frame. Uh, so that you could actually see your oil level in the, you know, and it would, and it drains out and then you started the bike and it would rise back up. So when it was running, you could always see where your oil level was. And also, cause it was a clear hose, you could see the quality of your oil and you could see when it was getting dirty. And um, so Johnny Campbell, one X international, when they had that company going uh, used to have that as a, as a mod that um, we used to do. And it was pretty, pretty cool. What a bike. Oh, roost. Roost. Reluctant, Yay. reluctant roost. Okay, cheers. There's, there's the problem with where he's at right there, because I know where it's at. Those are fun to ride around those rocks, but all the hoop-de-doos in that valley are just, it's just endless. Endless hoop-de-doos. Well, that doesn't make you a better rider. Hoop-de-doos? Yeah. Uh, when you're a 14-year-old kid. You go to the side of them, don't you? I learned that in your school. You just go to the yeah, side. Yeah, try to go around them, but when you go around them and you hit the other set of hoops that's right next to them, that's not very good. Yeah. Yeah. You have any more? Yep. This last one is from, uh, why isn't it showing? Maybe it's from Johnny. They're claiming that it's, they're claiming that Johnny it's Rotten's. T-Flannel oh, says it's stopped. There we go. Shoot. All right. A real bike. So this is from uh, some guy I never heard before, uh, Trevor Hunter. Uh, oh. 2020 KX450 with 22 hours. TM Design Works slide and guide kit. TM Design Works rear disc guard, carbon skid plate, ride engineering triple clamps, new chain and sprockets, new Dunlop front slash Mac and with the Maxxis rear tire. And this is a uh, roost endo and for sale. Wow. Looks it's like he sale. took a picture yep. with a death lens on his iPhone or something. Yeah. It's shot in his front yard. There's somebody's roof on the seat. You can't is that tell. his toy box can't right tell there? He might've pulled it out of the toy box though. Just to shoot the photo. Um, at least, at least he opened the exposure up a little bit so you can kind of see the bike, but it's a little distorted. Not very good. Looks like a great bike. Oh, it's a really nice bike. I rode one. I, I don't, I don't think I rode green. that one. Team green. Let the good times roll. Right. How did, how did it, what year was it again? 20. It's a 20. 
Didn't need his phone to go to the track? Did he need his phone to go to the track that day? I don't know. I'm not sure. Because I think Cowd is one where, of the first. Oh, no, it's, not, like, it's just, a, yeah, it's a 2020 KX450. It's a 2020 KX450. Were they one yeah. of the first ones to use the phone to tune the bike? Kawasaki? Yeah. No, Yamaha's the only one that does that. Yeah. Only one? Yes, only one. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, so you can go to the track without even your phone and rip that thing. By the way, Yamaha, sponsor of this show. The best tuning app known to man. Oh, if you, if you I, yeah. have if you have a YZ for the last like literally ten years, and whether it was the old plug and play tuner you actually had to buy, but now they give you a free app on your phone, and you can turn your bike. I can make my YZ four fifty or my WR four fifty that I'm going to ride tomorrow. Hopefully, if I don't have to shuttle a bunch of other bikes out for you to ride. Are we over the three fifty? Can we move on to other stuff now? No, yeah, I'm ready to okay. ride the three hundred two stroke, three hundred two stroke, and the Yamaha two thirty. No, you're a little big for that. I one. thought we were flat tracking in the morning. Oh, we'll, we'll ride it at the flat track. No, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm just, a, I'm new to the whole phone tuning thing and I'm learning about it. And it's amazing that Yamaha does that. So, uh, so that's awesome. So yeah, you can, I can make my Yamaha run like every bike that we've already seen just with a little tuning on the uh, thing. God, and go on tender right after. So text at Baja Designs came up with a copy of the HRC oil site tube and Chris Hernandez Critter Designs also create an oil sight tube. So, yeah, there's a, those for the XR650. Uh, Trevor is 100% disqualified for even submitting this. I'm not mm -hmm. sure whose bike it is that he's trying to sell. Looks like his. Oh, it looks like well, it has his number. Bike. It has his number on it. looks like it because it looks like it has new Did he even give a price? Did he give a price? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there a price? Yeah. I mean, that's a come on. No price. I don't. I, don't, I didn't get a price. You didn't get a price. Hey, if you what did he pay it, you? What did he pay you to put that on the show? Uh, he just sent me a text message. He's, and you, is he going to you get a cut of the commission or what are we doing here? Uh, maybe I'll ask for a finder's fee. Looks like yeah. a nice neighborhood where they have good grass. and It's California. It's like everything's perfect. It's like it, streets are paved to gold. You know, California dreaming. Yeah. You know, you live Let in the Mammoth. good times roll. Yeah. Hey, uh, well, as far as Rooster Indigo, Indo goes, I would. Which one wins? I'll ride that bike. Which one wins? I'll ride that Cowie. Who wins? It's between the first two. So can you can you uh, can you refresh my memory of all the bikes that I've seen tonight that what I would want to get on right now and ride? It would have to be that XR six fifty. Like right now, here's the, the first. sun is set. This was the first one, right? I would want to ride that XR. Minus the button. If it had a button. I don't know. Is Victor eligible? Yeah, yeah he's totally eligible. Okay. He's a friend of the show. So the, uh, the here's the first one. I would want. Right. Here That's is. the KTM the KTM 525 with the broken fender. Here's the second one that had a this, lot of this mods. The KTM with a dented pipe. Yep. Epic bike. Epic, epic, epic. Uh, and then we had uh, Victor's. Victor's Honda. Like if we all had Honda XR 650s right now, it's dark. I have one. Okay, we would, dude. No, we can't go riding because actually one of the problems with my XR 650 is it it has the big ignition and stuff in it, and it it's messed up the regulator rectifier, Matt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's and I'm not sure why, but I I've always I've had wiring problems with this thing and. It, it the wires get hot and then it cooks something. So yeah, you would, we can't, you would we be can't, in the garage wrenching. I'd be on that Victor that Al Baker prepped bike would be ripping right now. Yeah, 
That's what you get from messing with your XR. Maybe his headlight doesn't work. Uh, Victor. That's a tough IMS 3.2. It's everybody's no, it's a stock tank. The guy on the DR with the gear, the gear guy with the, the DR 400. That'd probably be a good bike to ride right now. Back to the pizza parlor with the robot yeah, delivery no, service. No lakeside casino. No, try to win some money. No, he didn't make the cut though. No, he that's a whole different program. We we're gonna do we we're gonna do like something like best dress. We talked about this. Yeah, yeah. We told people to send us in. We only got we got one. So you got one. I think Jenny would have won best dress today because she had the moose racing gear on. That matched her goggles, fit right. her perfect. And I and I threw when I threw on, I didn't throw on gear. I just threw on. Um, yeah, but you're like that. Clothes. Well, I just had ride. to shoot, go shoot some photos. Ride in your pajamas. Um, Matt came to dress nicely for his date later, but uh, Northwest Moto says the XR is pretty sweet. Mark Daniels has two XR 650s. You guys are XR 650 leaning in a certain direction. Gosh, what's better than an XR650 in the whole world? As long, I mean, if it had a button like that, KTM, it KTM had a button. Doesn't have I a can button. Kick, I can kick a bike. I can kick a bike. Uh-huh. You don't have to kick them that hard. You they park on right a hill. Out. You park on a hill, and then you just bump start it. Matt, what are you thinking? I might be biased because he's my Valentine. He's not going to key your car tonight. <laughs> but that 650 no was pretty sweet. And it's the 650. As, as someone who I think I only have a little bit of time on an XR650. Oh, my God. Like I've maybe one ride. I got more hours on a 650 XR than it's I either have. It's either that one or the, the 525. It's either the 650 or the 525. So I'm actually leaning towards that 525. Of course you are. It is. Your well, show. It, was, it was a good photo. Because KTM nice brought you to Austria to dress no. dress up and do the Erzberg. No, I don't even get. No, I I was a, I don't I finished Erzberg on gas gases. Oh, I was a factory gas gas rider. So no KTM, no Austria, no nothing. I don't even go to their new intros. Is it the auxiliary gas that you think it was on the Ford? The extra the, gas, the extra tube, the. the The only thing that bothered me about that bike was the auxiliary gas on the fork. <laughs> that's what we think it is. It could have been a machete holder. No, it was, it was a gas tank. It's a it's a gas okay, tank. Um, I don't know. Ride the red, dude, is all I'm going to say. And Johnny, if Johnny's watching easy. right now, he's going to... The never 525 is cool, too. I'm impressed he's still rocking it. Oh, if you want one, I've got a couple of them for sale. <laughs> and he does want to buy your gas tank, so you're just kind of like... Baiting that whole oh, okay. gas tank. Yeah. Thing. Now, now you just completely shut me down on that one too. I wasn't. I something about that three hundred didn't Should resonate. We arm with me. wrestle. Is there like an arm wrestling way to like dispute the winner? weren't we gonna? Wasn't weren't we gonna do something like that at one point or another? I so, thought it was just people in the chat having it out. Oh, oh, I let the people in chat do it. And I think the chat is so not you and Jenny. Six fifties. Victor says his gets ridden. Well, I'll tell you what. Every one of those bikes in Rooster Ender tonight looks like. They were well used and got ridden. So, uh, if I was going to throw one in the van, it would definitely be the the two stroke KTM. Oh, okay. And that was just like if I'm going to just throw one in the van and disappear. That's what. If I was going to get on a bike right now tonight in the dark and go back to the pizza parlor to finish my pizza, which is a long ride from here, I would want the XR myself. I wouldn't bother kicking the XR to get to the pizza parlor because it's so close. 
because I don't like anything with. I would take the XR. John that's, Campbell. That's it. Ride the red. <sighs> How many times did he win? Come on, who? Johnny Campbell. Oh, in Baja? Yeah. Well, 11 times. Yeah, that's... Come on. XR. But no, but it was only a few For on XR's XR 650. Only, it would be my... Uh, he did it on XR 600s, because I rode an XR 600 with him. He did it on XR 650s. And the only reason I rode with him, the, like the first time, was because we were supposed money. to ride... We money. Were, money. No, no money. Mm. We were supposed to ride the a new... money emoji be, that you push on your Yet phone. to be seen XR 650 in it. Two times I raced with him in Baja, and we were supposed to ride the yet-to-be-seen XR650. It just, it never appeared. The second Got time, it. the second time, literally, when he showed up on the bike, I didn't know what bike was going to show up. I didn't know if it was going to be the old XR600 or a new XR650. And it was another XR600 showed up. The bike the bike was kind of ready to go, but they just said, no, we ended up having to race it in Vegas, Torino, later on that year. And then I cartwheeled it. God, what a tough, Rooster Endo's a toughie. I take it serious. Oh, I don't. I mean, want, I'm, I, that's why we're still talking about it. I just don't want to be handing out Taco Mike's money like it's chump change. No, 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 no. Okay, I'll, I'm just going to go straight to what I'm really thinking. The poor guy has a zipped, tied together front <laughs> fender. Well, front fender, big and boo hoo. Like Ronnie Mack would just cut that thing right off. <laughs> Mack would just cut that thing right off and not even need it. You hit the deer, you. Just throw it at the deer. Really Use it as a, a knife to cut the deer up and make venison. Yeah. He was nice enough to at least sew it back together. So that's, that is a plus. Yeah. Um, so fenders are, aren't and, cheap either. And not that I'm, not that I'm playing to the, cause this is what, this is what happens is if I, if I pick that for this full soul, soul sake of the front fender being split, we're going to get just tons of guys with rat bikes. I well, think I it's like the to, button. It I has like, to be the button. I know it's the button and it's the, uh, what I really liked about that bike too is that it had the the saddle, like the the bags in the back. The bags. So that guy is like he's probably camping with that bike for he's all, got these, his swim all these years. In there, is he? Yeah, he's got the swim trunks in there and all the like snowboard gear. Uh, Brenda likes orange bikes. I wonder if I'm going to lose Victor as a friend if I don't go vote for Victor's bike. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of pressure on this thing. I'm almost thinking we should roll over again. Uh, you could just split so, it between the two of them, like a hundred to one, a hundred oh, to the other. Oh, well, because hey, well, that's a, that's a really good idea. Yeah, so a hundred to. What about the modded KTM, the, the rich kid's bike? The hundred, the hundred will cover the front fender and get me off the hook there, and then and then I know that Victor, you know, because it, it, you know, he could use that. There's no bucks. splitting. I don't think that's a. No, I think we should. That's not even in the rules or like split. Like, there I think has we to be should. a winner. The, the, Nobody, the both of those, it's like every kid gets a trophy. Well, we're just rolling nope. it over from us. No, not like every both, kid doesn't get a trophy. Both One of, of those them has bikes, to win. Both of those bikes are way better than the bikes we got last week. So one of them wins last week and one of them wins this week. God, is it the button? Is it going to be the button and the whole like uh, the hydraulic clutch? You forgot about, and then the really nice gear bag on the back that you forgot about, and the nice. I, I saved a couple of bucks so I could pay for something else because yeah, okay. I zipped my front fender. All right, so we're Ryan, Ryan, and Victor, Ryan and Victor. Yeah, reach out. We know Victor will reach out. He's probably going to reach out like you were reaching under the table here, hey, checking bro. my plums. Hey, I got both hands up here. <laughs> I know. Good, it's, it's safe. I didn't know what to do with my hands, but now I figured it out. Got it. So, so, so who wins? There's got to be a winner. None of this, like Ryan and Victor. Ryan and Victor. Both. Yeah, Gosh. both. 
Every okay. kid gets a trophy. Every kid no, wins. it's no. We we every we, kid wins. The 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 so called rich kid with that KTM with all the mods on it. My favorite actually, bike. That actually he could use the money to buy a new pipe. Uh, He's already got a new bike. Those are just old photos. <laughs> new pipe. He's got uh, a new bike already. I bet. So we have some comments from some of the videos that we put up on uh, on YouTube, and I don't know the answer to this one, but Phenomenish TTR. His name on my tour of Idaho video says, We're already changing the subject. Oh, we're done with that. that Checks in the mail, uh, Rooster Endo. It's done, finished. Bought you by Takamoto. That's okay. takamoto.co. Okay. Here's to bush, bushwhack that, bush it up. Everybody wins. So he says, Doug Stanhope <laughs> uh, with a question mark on it about my tour of Idaho video. What does that mean? I don't know. He, that's a, that guy's a comedian, right? Tour of Idaho's old. It's like two years, three years. That video? Yeah, I mean, I watched that a long time ago. The video's probably five, six years old. And I've watched it a bunch of times. What's Doug Stanhope? Comedian. Uh, I don't know. There, there's a reason why I don't put those comments on the sheet, because I don't know. Oh, we're just trying to answer questions here. So XT250 All Day says... He just hit 12,000 miles on his 14 XT250. Not a single problem with the mountain goat. The smile to cost ratio is excellent, as you mentioned. Check out my mods and reviews on this fun little moto. So go check out XT250 all day on YouTube because uh, Trevor's going to need those when he races it in a national heron hound mm -hmm. and then rides it away and goes camping for a day. He doesn't like the second half of what I just said because mm -hmm. he thinks he's just going to ride it out to the National Heron Hound and race it. But I think he needs to go camping off the bike. James Hall about our Sierra 450RX versus KX450X video. It says, what's the better woods bike? His question is, how about we do a comparison video when one bike isn't modified more than the other? How is this even a comparison? Durr. Apples to apples when you're talking dirt bikes, right? They, they, they were, they were both. So here's the thing, James. We rode the bikes when they were stock, and then we've made modifications to them as they've gone along. A lot of times the modifications kind of have to do with like where Trevor's going to go race it or, you know, what he's going to do with them. So they try these different things. So we kind of have a, a spectrum of it. And the reason we don't just do it just, and we do do something stock to stock. And sometimes we do things stock versus modified or in different phases of modifications. The modifications a lot of times are to address issues. So maybe a bike that has less modifications doesn't need as many modifications. So it's a comparison and this is the YouTubes and the internets and we can do whatever we want. Was it give me it's thumbs rest, up? Resting my arm over here. Okay, it's better than where it was before. Uh, Keter Tinges says, "Can you guys drum up a video on the 2023 version of the KTM 390 Adventure SW? What does Ooh. SW mean?" I watched a bunch of videos know. on the 390 Adventure this week, and probably look all the mods over, please. It's been a while. Well, if you look at the new KTM Adventure, they did a lot of the same mods that we did to our bike. Mm -hmm. They put the spoke wheels on and a couple other things. Um, no, probably not. 
we can't drum up, drum up a video like that. It's the drumming. It seems like thing. the videos that I watched, the only videos, well, the one guy, I can't remember his name on YouTube, but that's all he really did was put spoke wheels on it, which, hey, what the heck? What do you want to like adjust your spokes all the time? If you're riding that bike for what it's meant to be ridden like and for, those mag wheels are just fine. Oh, yeah. You're okay. Why, why are you such a you're, fan you're, of mag wheels? You're going to bend your wheels if you're riding it outside of its. Uh, well, because when I, once again, I just spent a couple months down in Nicaragua riding and within probably two to three weeks of riding in the sand on the beach and the salt and the heat, you can't even adjust your, you can't tighten your spokes anyway. There's nothing that, you know, they're just, they're just squeak. They're going to be hard to clean. And if, uh, I mean, that's a great bike and sure you could put different wheel sizes and uh, of course, you know, spoke wheels are better if you you know, have the well, money, general, but uh, you, you can ride that bike pretty well off road as well as on road and have an amazing time bone stock. Yeah. They're good little bikes, but generally the, the, the cast wheels are not as strong. Oh, the of course. Size, of course. Size of the rims, but we'll go, yeah. go blast your freaking foot pegs off that thing and then go bottom it out and blow your whole entire oh, feet off the pegs. There's plenty gonna, of, there's plenty of stuff if, that'll break, if you but ride that thing the wrong way. It's funny because nobody thinks about like, yeah, I'm going to be riding in really salty, horrible conditions. Oh, and, I, mean, and I, mean, the, I mean, even if you just, spokes. if you G that bike out and you know, it doesn't have the best ground clearance, that bike now, if you're, it, with it's, or without it's, the wheels. It's hard to, it's, I mean, if you're riding it the way it was intended to be ridden, you're probably going to have a hard time like hitting the skid plate, but it wouldn't be that hard to hit potholes on a road and bend the rims. And like, and then it's, True. but at that point, if you're just hitting potholes, the cast, you know, the, 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 the mag wheels are not really all that much stronger than a spoked wheel. Right. It, it, for that kind of, that kind of, that's a pretty catastrophic sh sharp hit. So in the, in that thing, yeah, you know. But if you're like off road and you're kind of hitting rocks and stuff, that kind of a hit more off road. The 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 non spoked wheels tend to bend just a little bit easier. Actually, quite a bit easier. You know, when you get them off to the side and you you get it yeah. where the mag spoke isn't there. But let's see. If you're buying that bike, you better just ride it normal, nice, smooth. Be selective of what you hit and ride. I mean, if you're riding it off road and you're out in the middle of nowhere, I mean, you're going to ride it accordingly, you know, read the room. You put a set of wheels on there. You might ride it at, you know, a little above it. What are you going to throw some pegs on there? It's a nice skid plate. I mean, what, yeah. how Is much it, can oh, you do to that bike really to make it better for. You can do, you can do a lot to it. And, and, it, but it's, it, at some point it just becomes money. polishing a pig. You're yeah, just, exactly you're what just, I was coming. You're at. just going down. You're just going down a thing where you should have got a different bike. Exactly. At that point, with the the thing, the interesting thing with the KTM 390 in particular, I love that, that bike. I think it's, it's one of the neatest bikes they make. It's a smaller chassis. It's a tinier bike. It's a lot less weight. Um, it's a it's a really durable engine package. It's a lot of things that there's not a whole lot out else in that in that market. You, you know, it's sort of in a world where. You could buy a CRF 300 rally or, you know, the, the XT250, like the other viewer was saying, there's a lot of bikes in that market, but the, the 390 is kind of like the, the higher end of that, the least stressed of those. All the other ones, you're going to be, 
you know, just to get it to run like the 390 does, you're going to be spending a lot of money on the motors. And and at that point, like if you want more motor, just go find something more in the 500, 650 range. Exactly. Yeah. It's the same. The KTM 390 is the same speed as a KLR 650. I mean, in my quiver, I want a K. I want a KTM 390. I think it'd be a fun, fun, fun bike to have. And I would, I personally, as a 250 pound kook, I would ride it bone stock and rip that thing everywhere, and just be mindful of the fact that it's a stock 390. And that's why I bought it. So David Doyle says, are you guys going to do another video yeah. on the KX? <laughs> no, you, you made the point. I mean. Yeah, you made the point. That's me. When are you going to do another video on the KX450X? I'm just torn between the two. And he's comparing it to the Yamaha. Well, David, there's really no choice that you need to make other than to get the Yamaha. Because Yamaha does sponsor the show. I'd like to thank Yamaha. I love Yamaha. Because with that Kawasaki, you get a couple of these little plugs that are really nice and you can plug them in and change them out. But the Yamaha, you just call up your phone and you get your girlfriend's phone. (laughs) Yeah, use your girlfriend's phone. Anybody's phone. And NVMC rider says, get the Yamaha. He says, the reliability of the Yamaha is the best and you can't break them. Well, I'll say yes. You can, you can do that. If you're taller or a big guy, the KX is the ticket, says Jim Haywood. Adjustable pegs and bar positions, hydro clutch. I love mine. Reliability is the same as the Yami. Also got one. It's in the shop right now. <laughs> so that's what um, – so we did do a bunch of videos on that bike, Dave. Um, there's individual opinions from a lot of the riders. In uh, We had some old guys ride them. We had some mm-hmm. kids ride them. There's – Plenty of videos out there if you're kind of trying to make your decision and uh, let us know what you finally decide and then tell us whether we are right. You can't really go wrong with either. Like they're both pretty solid. Hold on. You got to, you got to compare it to this stuff here. Mark, try this. Just try that a little bit. Steve Dio Sedato says, thank you for actually pointing out and acknowledging how horrible the Kawasaki Airbox air filter design is. In 2021, I bought two KX450s and two KX250s for my kids and I. This year, I swapped the whole fleet to Yamahas. And with the ease of air filter maintenance being a major factor, some other big factors for choosing the Yamaha were free power tuner app. And also Yamaha offers free downloadable service manuals, not just the owner's manuals through the company's website. Well, Steve, thanks for uh, doing my ad copy for me. Wow. Wow. And like the other stuff's really good, right? Wow. Yeah. Love Yamaha. Yeah. I was listening. I well, was listening. See, that bottle had the blue cap and this one has the green cap. So this is kind of going contrary to what our yeah. discussion is talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. It says, Searbar C- 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 says, I have a 2017 YZ450F. I hate it so much, haha. Mostly run trails in desert. I wonder if these ones are another are smoother with crawl control and with high gears. I'm putting a two-stroke engine in mine. So this is a YouTube comment. This is the kind of comments you get on YouTube. Yeah, that's a fun, fun, fun question. He's kind of trying to be fun. Oh, okay. 
I try to be serious, but I find. I mean, you got to, you know, once again, apples to apples, 450. So, so he, has, he has a 17 YZ450F, and he's comparing it to our YZ450FX, our 2023. And well, when, well it's, it is tough because the motor platforms, they've, the motors changed, architecture of the motors changed, but they're basically they're kind of the same. And the YZ power delivery is much different than the FX power delivery, just stock for stock. But either of those bikes, you can change and make into, you can make your YZ run like an FX and your FX run, FX run like a YZ easily. So they are in the, the good thing about the newer one is it does have the, the push button, which is another Yamaha thing on the fly, push button map change. And the FX has the same uh, geometry in the fork. It's it's same wheelbase minus eighteen. Right, kickstand it's, if you want. It has a kickstand. It has Does it all have the that plug and play light. Can you put a light on it at all? You would have to wire it directly to the battery. If you uh, want lights, you have to so, go to the WR platform. So motor tuning wise, you can you can make it do anything you want. Home. Phone home. I don't know that the seventeen can adapt to the. I don't believe it can adapt to the to the map switching. It's a kind of a different um, ECU and stuff. Gosh. But if you, if you know what you want and you don't need to switch, you can make your 17 run almost as good as the 23. I mean, I mean very that's almost close. a six year old bike. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's like a hard six years, get a new bike, get the new one. Yeah. Get a new Yamaha, Yamaha motorsports.com. I mean, I say get a new one. Don't even yeah. try to like figure it out because you could be like, Bad Karma, who says he absolutely loves his 23. Well, I bet he does. So it's always just little down, little a month. I used to just go to the shop. I would buy the bike. I'd pay the payment for a year, maybe a year and a half. I'd sell the bike for what it was worth and get the new one Mm -hmm. before I had to put a bunch of money into it to try to keep, you know, just it's a great way to build credit at Yamaha (laughs) Financing. Go to your favorite shop. Little down a little a month. You got the best new one. You don't even have to ask these questions. You already know because you'd, you'd be owning it. You have the new one. All right. So and nobody John, knows anything about. John Linkowski on my oh, John uh, 20, buddy. on my 2020 KTM 300 XCW full test video says, one of the best reviews on this bike. Well, thanks, John. Too bad I can't ride the new ones. <laughs> Not really sure why. 2020 yeah. was a great year to buy a bike. It was when everybody was like stuck at home, buying stuff. I had to wear. I he probably I, rode the heck out of that. Bike I had to wear. A, time I had life. to wear a mask at that intro. He probably didn't even care. <laughs> You're wearing a mask anyway. Get, yeah. Well, I usually just. I usually kept my helmet on the whole time. Just I liked wearing a mask. I didn't have to brush my teeth. Oh boy, Will Moseman, how does your 23 KTM stack up to the bikes in this comparison? I was actually a little bit surprised when it wasn't included in the test. Well, Will, we didn't have a 23 KTM in the comparison because KTM would not give us a bike to test. So that's the reason it's not in there. So how does it compare? Well, it's very similar to the gas gas, but there are some differences and I don't know whether it would have been better or worse because we didn't test it. Mm -hmm. So if they would have given you one. Yeah. I didn't see any gas gas bikes in your garage today. There's no gas gas. And you know, I have a gas gas trials bike in my shipping container. And that, yeah. yeah I have a gas gas. You still have but the, uh, the OSA? Oh, the OSA. OSA. No, 
I don't have an OSET. Was it there? Was it an OSET trials? There wasn't no, there I have an OSA. OSA. And Jimmy OSA. can ride a trials bike. I've seen him. Yeah, I've ridden one before. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot. You only have one gas gas? No beta? No. I used to have a beta. So Montessa? Yeah. Montessa? Hey, on our uh, on our show, Motofunk says, I met Danny Hamill once randomly and had an obsession that has stuck with me ever since. It was 1993 at Spangler Hills on a Saturday before a hare and hound. I was out prepping a bike for the next day and stopped at the base of the hills to rest and take in the view. I could see another rider coming my way at a speed that if you ever saw it, you would immediately get your attention. As he got closer, it was obvious it was Danny. The body language plus the speed was unique, plus the sound was different. He was on a KLX 650, the four-stroke, <laughs> which is interesting. Um, actually, I remember when when we got those. Probably things. had a blinker. Was a blinker on? Yeah. Never even turned the blinker off? Yeah, he was out. Basically, what he's, he goes on to tell me that um, he got to, around, to hang around with Danny. He was out there with Bones from Pro Circuit, and they were out doing suspension testing on the uh, on the 650. And uh, he says, the observation I had while we were talking is that his hands were massive and his fingers looked like they were double thickness, like a 30-year-old manual labor hands. Ever since that, I thought that that had a big part with his ability to maintain that body position that he was known for. I can tell you about this in a second. On Jimmy's comment about how he could never figure out how Danny was so fast. No, I know how Danny was fast. I don't think there were more than five people that knew how fast he could go. Very few ever got to match a speed with him for any amount of time. Back then, there was no video cameras, no onboard footage, etc. If you caught a glimpse of it, it was just that. Back then, you couldn't learn how fast was possible, which is true. Today, that is a big advantage. Not that seeing a helmet cam video from Danny would have helped anyone, but it would have shown how fast he really was. Well, like anything, I think um, uh, video footage never shows you the never does it justice. Doesn't doesn't do it justice. I mean, whether it's your kid hucking himself how far out of a quarter pipe last Saturday? Oh, dude, twenty feet. I only saw it on TV, but 20, yeah, twenty feet out. Yeah, out of a twenty-eight foot pipe, fifty feet. Yeah, to flat. fifty feet of air. But no, I did. I you know, back to Danny Hamill. I did witness him at a district race in Johnson Valley one time, one or two times actually at the bomb, and it, it was just—it's unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Yeah. So guy could twist it. I think. I think the last show we were talking about like his standing up riding position, and somebody kind of credited him with with that riding position, and I don't. There was other guys that were doing that before, you know, standing up forward over the bike. That's just how um, you need to ride when you're going fast. You can't ride over the back very fast for very long. It's going to catch up with you. But what Danny had that most people didn't was his eyesight. His his He could see stuff when he was going that fast. And which and then and I think even like when I was. I was explaining what I think like someone like Jet Lawrence has. I think their 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 CPU, their computer processing speed in their brain is it's like one level faster than everybody else's. Yeah. And and they're just doing things that they're not they're not And spending, I can't even read this. They're not spending any energy, you know, working working about the minutiae. They're thinking about other stuff. All the you know, the the other sub processors are handling all this stuff. 
and yeah, Danny, Danny was a, as big and strong as an ox. And that for sure helped, especially when stuff started going wrong. But in reality, stuff didn't go wrong that much for him because he could, he, he would see it a lot before quicker before it would happen. I'd be riding with them. Like, you know, whether we were pre-running in Baja or, you know, just out goofing around in the desert going, going really fast. And I'm like, I have to slow down because I can't go any faster because I can't see. And we would ask him, I mean, I remember Dan Smith asking him the same thing. He's like, can you see when you're going that fast? Cause your eyes are getting rattled around in your, your skull. He's like, yeah, see, fine. It was, so I think vision had a huge part to do with it. And then just being a little bit stronger. So yeah. Um, Moto Funk. And uh, riding his whole life. Yeah, he, he was riding. He was he good at it. Uh-huh. The best. Yeah. Was there a crash in one of our videos? A 450 off road I don't even see how you can see this and ride as good as you do, Jim. Depends on what comparison video. I don't remember there being a crash. In yeah, I don't either. Somebody said the crash at 510 was laugh my ass off. The 510. If you, click on it, if you click on it, it'll actually take you to that. I can't watch a video while I'm doing the show. Come on, Matt. It's like, it's like, Texting and driving. You don't do that, do you? No, I don't. Oh, practice <laughs> makes perfect. Uh, I got a self test. Hello, what test. was the glass model of that Baja Design spotlight you installed? We did this, so we're back to the ones we did last time. That was a Squadron or a Squadron Pro. I'm not really sure which one. So, anyways, uh, that's a that's it, Marco. We we've done we've done a whole show here. At you the answered studio. every question. Yeah, that's it. We're out of plum out of question. Chris Dabney says, do KXs still have a big weak ends on the rod? Mm. Have weak big ends on I don't really think so. Where are you reading that? Up on the comments up there. It's kind of like it's You got good eyes, Jim. They're okay. They don't do too bad. Well, you know, the one Matt, thing that you I got a date, don't you? I've the one never thing that seen I've, always I've learned... never seen you prep that screen before. <laughs> Trying Matt to up the efficiency here. We going we going down to Sherry's ranch for a beer? Uh I'll no, buy. I gotta work tomorrow. Yeah. I gotta work. Are you gonna dress sharp for work? Uh, Are you on some yeah. sort of video conferencing call or no, no, this is just just they, you gotta get a shot work. of Matt. You gotta get have, sh- Matt you, on screen tonight, no, just have, so everybody can see Matt. No, how I, good he looks. Have you ever dressed up like if you didn't have to go? Someplace? I have a white shirt on. Look at this. It doesn't have any like hot sauce on it. No, I'm talking about just on. you're just gonna you're just gonna I'm be dressed up. You're gonna let's just say for I dressed some reason, up. You're gonna you're gonna have a big day of let's just say waxing skis i mean you never you would never wax skis let's just say you're gonna wax skis in the garage and you wanted to feel good about it would you you know put on a nice collared shirt and yeah some slacks when you're a good looking kid you know you gotta dress to impress i mean he's got his shirt is it buttoned down like two two or one buttons down that's a two buttons down the people the people wanted a price on trevor's bike well yeah he was asking how many offers he has oh how many offers he has yeah i think if Matt's dressed up, he's ready to make you an offer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll brokerage a deal for you. Uh, no, I just we're not uh, going to buy fireworks tonight dressed like that, Matt. Uh, it's not buying fireworks here. <laughs> no, no, I'll. I'll uh, <laughs> does your girlfriend know you're dressed like that right now? She does. Is she nervous? I'm surprised no. nobody had any pit bike questions for you, Jimmy. Does everybody know that you're a pit bike guru still? Not just you and Carson Brown, but just. Uh, do they know you ride all kinds of weird little bikes and do weird stuff and have a, a I, oval track prepped for tomorrow morning after breakfast? We're going to do laps on and we're going to ride 
XRs and TTRs and some things are better left quiet. A little I didn't bit. see a Honda Navi in the garage and I didn't see a, a Honda Grom in the garage, but <laughs> Honda, if you're listening, I mean, you need to send Jimmy a couple of those bikes because the Navi, when I was in, when I was in Nicaragua, the Navi, Honda Navi, have you seen one? It's a belt driven. So that's the, that's like, that's the touring Grom essentially. I would see two or three German backpackers on one of those mobbing. Uh, minus the bad thing about them is they're tubeless. So if you get a punche, which is how you say punch tire in Spanish, punche? Punche, uh, you're screwed. You need a tube or tubeless setup. But uh, the Navi is amazing. It's absolutely the neatest little bike Honda makes. I don't know where so, they make so it. So they, they have now, and this is really hard for me because they, 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 they trained me to not say XR anymore. They said everything's CRF, and now they're bringing back the XR150, which is street legal in the U.S. I want to ride that bike. Yeah, I, I want well, I'm they, a 250-pound test contender they were looking, for that bike. They were looking up in the Mammoth area for someplace to do the intro, and I think yeah, they went up dude. there and realized what altitude right. does to 150cc fuel and We're going to find out. Stroke. We're going to find out. We got Jenny to be our crash test. Uh, Jenny would rip test. on that yeah, thing. Jenny will rip it. We've got yeah. some neat spots where we can do some really neat photos and uh, tests, but the Honda Navi and the Honda Grom – uh, what a couple neat little mini bikes, and I can't believe you don't have a couple the of them. CT one ten, dude. That it, thing, whatever. Surf that thing racks is. Oh, on a Navi. Now. Surf racks on a Honda Navi. That's like Nicaragua, Costa Rica. You can't go anywhere without seeing hundreds of them everywhere. Every every single person has one, and everybody down here has got a Saran or a Rad Rover. Someone uh, wants me to put all my for sale bikes on the next show with the story behind each. They're all a bunch of rental bikes. They're well maintained. Just buy them and make them go away, or come rent them, <laughs> or yeah. come rent them. The best high performance vehicle is a borrowed one. I need to get my rental business rental. going where you can rent a KTM three ninety and ride down to Death Valley, stay in that nice little yeah, trailer. Or to Mammoth and stay at my house. You send them to Mammoth. We'll go hot tubbing, di- dipping with the hippies. and uh, You have to kick all the kids out of your house, though. And they'll ride those bikes. Yeah, I know they will. You know, as soon as they're parked, we'll get on. <laughs> Best so. high-performance vehicles, a borrowed one. And uh, thanks, Jimmy, for letting me ride your bikes today. Okay, Marco, thanks for coming in and joining us on the show. Thank you, Matt. Are you, you going to do a shot? Are we going to do a shot before we leave? I already did mine. I okay. had a sip. Oh, all good. Anyway. Three R's. So, uh, Nobody likes a quitter. Thanks to Jenny. She was here, but I think she had to go pass that out. That massage chair took her out. Yeah. <laughs> Fabio. Fabio. Done. Yeah. Fabio took her out. That happens. And uh, thanks to everybody that commented. Um, sh- show us. Brenda wants to see the hotness. Man. Yeah. Maybe she's going to. Why don't you do do an Instagram post or something like that? Do something like on the gram and put it up there. Other people want to follow me on Instagram? Uh, well, on Instagram or just on uh, Dirt Bike Test one. A nice, a nice, you know, well-dressed man goes over a long ways on dirt bike tests. So, yeah. okay, everybody, uh, Victor, good to see you again. Uh, congratulations. I hope we're still friends, even though I cost you a hundred bucks tonight, hundred more than you could have made. Yep. And uh, with that, we will see you on the show next week. So cheers. Cheers.